Wardcast episode 221. Go! Oh, Death Stranding is great. I'm Dylan Vento, and it is our fourth part of the road to BGP. I'm joined by Joe Whitmore. Well, this is reverse order this time. Yeah, it is. Nelson Johnson. Hey. Doing a, a, a pre, pre-discussion uh, dance. Mm. What's this dance? Mm. Mm. This is the, uh, I just watched the video for KDA last year's music <laughs> yeah. video so you pumped, you're amped and also joining us alex damrath hey i'm just vibing to nelson right now mm. this is great mm. <laughs> mm. working off of his vibes uh-huh. that's good uh-huh. that's good uh-huh. yeah. oh my gosh there's yeah. so much power at this table uh-huh. i'm glad people are vibing mm. 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 you can't see it but i'm twerking i i wish you could see it <laughs> I, w- I truly wish you could in chair twerk i'm yeah dummy thick in the nelson Yep. Today we're going to be talking about your games. Hey, I played some games. You played some games. Um, I played at least 10 games this year. That's You know what? That's commendable. <laughs> As someone that had a hard time finishing a lot of games. I didn't say I finished them. Well, you finished <laughs> at least one. That's true. Um, before we get going, just in case we haven't clarified before, I think I've been pretty bad about this. These games discussed, it's all, it's all on the table. Spoilers and all. So spoilers, if, warts, everything. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to be spoiled on on these games, stop listening. But no, <laughs> pl- please listen. Please listen. Pause it and play the games. Yeah, play mm-hmm. the entire game. The entire, all ten of the, at least the ones where I'm talking about. We're today. not talking about ten. I'm talking about at least five. Yeah, six. I know how to Can't count. Can't you count? <laughs> I don't know how to read. So, do you want to? Don't know how to read numbers. So number ten. <laughs> Uh, my yeah. number. Are you, my, are you gonna go? Are you gonna go? From I'm gonna go from bottom the bottom top? to the top. Okay. All right. I guess I'm. Oh, is man this a out problem on, for you? I just. I don't know. Is this a problem for you, Dylan? Why do it in any order? Why have order in a chaotic universe? So number ten. Yes. My my least. F- your least favorite of my favorite games. So my ten <laughs> favorite. Least games. of the most favorites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The worst of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arcana. The Arcana is a. Uh, I'm playing it on a mobile device is a visual novel um, wherein you play an unnamed character. You can name the character whatever you want. In my case, it's Whitico. You uh, make a character. You are a magician and you get pulled into uh, a queen. She's Whoa. not a queen. He pulled into no, 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 no. Wow. Hey, wait, wait. This is some This is number territory. 10 for you? So here's the thing. <laughs> no, it's number 6. <laughs> uh, so it's... Um, nice. Thank you. Uh, it actually is a... It is a romantic visual novel. So the promise of romance is in, is, is in the game. It's, it's in the... Uh, it's in the pitch, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, These are some hot cartoons. It's, it's in the deck. It's really, so it's in the deck. So that's the that's the other thing. You play a magician who is like, I'm gonna read your tarot cards or whatever. And and this is a world where like magic does exist. Um, and you get pulled into this. Uh, I I cannot remember what she is. I want to. Courtesan isn't the right term. Oh, concubine? No, she's like high. She's like high up, uh, head concubine. No, <laughs> matron. No, uh, not the madam either. Yeah, that's outside of that. Okay, so let's just say outside she's the standard brothel pimp. hierarchy. <laughs> she, she's so let's pimp. just say she's the. She, so let's say she's the pootie tang of the of 
of all of this. Got it. The yeah. official Pootie Tang. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that the name of this episode? It really should be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a good... You know what? Let's talk about that movie. Uh, so you get pulled into <laughs> her trying to help you out or trying to get help for like... She is being haunted by her uh, ex-husband, her dead ex-husband's ghost. And then you have to do all these things. Whatever. The premise that I'm giving you is not the best. But but here's the thing, you guys. I don't have a ton of uh, history or knowledge of visual novels. Yeah. Uh, so this... I've played I played some new scary territory for you scary territory I've played a little bit of uh, Lady Killer in a Bind uh, Dream Daddy and ooh, there's one I'm forgetting and I feel really bad butterfly soup maybe no Mm. um oh the one visual novel uh, literature Doki Doki Literature Club yeah yeah. okay um no hotel boyfriend actually no but I own it okay but but I'll I'll I'll, I will jump on that that's a pigeon one right Yeah, yeah yeah Um, but the thing is, hold on. I've played Bernie Sanders dating simulator. Ooh. Alex, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Well, All right. To touch the top. <laughs> it you does have use, to it make does, love to the top 1% <laughs> of my heart. <laughs> it oh my does God. use clips from his speeches. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it does. Very it just good. like grab a bunch of, does it make a sentence out of a bunch of things? No, no, no. It uses oh, okay. like a full like audio clip from like, uh, okay. one of his speeches. This is from, I the, would love to have Bernie Sanders if you're listening. <laughs> You just want to grab yeah. some coffee sometime. Yeah. So what's cool about the Arcana uh, yes. is that it's not so much you have to go like, all right, you are now committed to this person. You are going to have this. You, you are going to pick one person and you're going to like lead towards a date with them. It's not that. It's, hey, here are uh, like six or eight different characters. Just go on the path that you want to go on. We are going to be updating the game as as you're playing it. So like this person's entire story might not be done, but this person's story is done. Oh, weird. So if you want to go do that, go do that. But if at any point you're just like, oh, yeah, I kind of just want to see what's going on with like Julian as a different character. So you can jump out of uh, mm, let's say a character's name is Paige. You can jump out of Paige's storyline and then jump into Julian's and it saves progress for both and you can just jump in whatever you want. So it's a lot of it's a lot of just do whatever you want. And I think that's really cool because I think one of the things that, um, one of the things that an outer worlds is doing it, uh, really is crippling for me is like, Hey, we're going to make a really early decision and it's going to affect everything. I like it in a, in an environment like outer worlds where you're playing through a game and, and everything is like responding to that choice. But I don't like it when, when it's like, Hey, now you can only see this path. I think what the arcana does is, you can do whatever path you want in whatever order you want, whenever you want. And I really enjoy that. How does it because it's a lot though? less dark. So um it's like chapters of a book or something? It's exactly like that. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So it's like you come on the I'm a genius you come to the main game sc- designer, I can well, read the tea leaves. Okay. Uh so you come to the main menu and it's the portraits of all the characters. And it really it's the portraits of their stories, because one of them might not be like, Oh, I'm gonna go fall in love with this character. It's more I'm gonna figure out what killed them. So it is like a vignette. Yeah, yeah, each one of these. yeah. How long do they last? Um, I've not gotten to the end of one, so they can be pretty long. How long have you played it for? I played it for somewhere between like five and fifteen hours. Really? Uh, yeah. So I'm just like, but the thing is, I'm jumping into different relationships, and oh, so you'll like play a little bit of one, mm-hmm. jump out, play and a different see, one, and then I want to see what's going on with this. Is character. there any consistency between the no. different vignettes? No. Do they take place in the same? 
environment. Locale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everything takes place in this one town and at the same time. Yes. Okay. There are some things that are like, hey, if you do this, you might miss out on this story, but then you can just jump over to that person's story and then see it from their perspective, which I think is really cool. So the other thing that makes that makes this on my number 10 spot is I'm seeing the seams of it, which is really interesting for me because I want to make a game like this now. Like I'm starting to see like, oh, this is the character model you made this. um, And this is not a negative. This is not a knock on the game, but it's like you made this uh, character and did four different heads. You made three different arm directions and then three different outfits that's why i don't like 2d vector art kind of things Mm. like especially if they're animated so what's cool because you see all the tweening yeah so there's none of that in this it's just like hey if if it if the character face is going to change or if the posture is going to change it's just going to dissolve into the next 2d uh hand-drawn illustration it's not vector art um and the other thing is like it's just it's well i mean it's, it's still vector art in the sense that like it's line art that's pretty sleek and like it's probably hand drawn, but I mean, like mm, when I say so vector cool. art, like that to me is vector art. For reference, I would say vector sure. art. I would say picture. that is a steady hand on on a like pixel based thing. Right. Yeah. Like it's still probably a raster image, but what I'm saying is that like in in the context of like 2D game art, mm. that looks that that is vector ish okay. to me. See, ve- see vector for that and vector for what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are I know you're thinking of like like graphic you, design type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like vector is like reins. But like someone might actually have made this in Illustrator. With, yeah, like fair. Like Illustrator and Flash, which is also mm. a vector based program, can yeah, do stuff like that. When I'm playing it on the um, iPad. Also, it's got cross save. All you have to do is log in. Uh, but when I'm playing it on the iPad, it's it's a lot easier to see. Like, oh, that's it's not a vector, or it's just a rasterized, poorly rasterized. Um, and then you can sort of see that. You can see but, the the blurriness of it. You can see where, like, I can see that it was exported from like a Photoshop file. Example, okay, as an example. All right. Um, but it's just really cool, and yeah. I'm and I'm having a good time with well, it. Everybody's pretty. Who's the best? Who's the best? Arcana. Waifu slash uh, the best waifu is Julian, who may or may not have killed the the king. Oh, uh, he's the one you, you ask. Did you kill the count? And he's like, the count. Thank you. Mm. So the thing is, <laughs> let's bone. That's a hundred percent his character because it's just like, hey, uh, like he shows up at your like witch's shop or your wizard shop, whatever. Um, do they have that? Of course, you like, have. Yeah, there's yeah. a male female counterpart like they have different names for the no male version female version of no it's they so you don't have an avatar um right you think you 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 mean julian so julian is a male regardless of oh no i I was just particularly asking for is this a world that's like harry potter where it's like male magic users are called wizards and female magic users are called wizards i think they're all called magicians in this one but you can decide your pronouns so it's like him he sure yeah uh, yeah i mean and they that's fine i was just curious if they had to work around that binary personally i go by sorcerer but you can call me i also don't think that the counterpoint or the counterpart to a witch is a wizard but that's just my personal. Well, it doesn't opinion. matter. It's just like terms, right? Like no, because a witch. It's by I, setting. Like a Wiccan, Wiccanism. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, like paladins are also palace guards, but in fantasy, they're like holy warriors now. So it's like the like associations yeah, can be been, broken. That's been, that's been agreed. But like when someone says a witch, 
like there is a there's an association with demonism, demonology, like. I prefer the broad no, 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 term no, no. to think, be magic practitioner. So magicians yeah. in like, the like arcana. A, like a wizard is not the counterpart to a witch because a wizard does not But it tap could in. be if the author says it is. Sure. I just... So to answer your question... Julian's the best. Because he's, he reminds me of Balthier. There we go. I'm yeah. down 100%. All I needed to say was like he's, he's somewhat... Say, he's, he's a red-headed Balthier. Mm. Right, mm. right, right, right. So my number nine Wonderful. game. All right, so that's all you have on Arcana. Yeah. So it's just really fun. It's making me. It's making me want to make games more. Um, and I think that's that important. alone is huge. It's a lot of fun. Number nine. Where you talked about this, so we're not going to talk about it now. What the golf? Still great. Still great. Number eight. Cyanar Wild Hearts. Still good. Still oh amazing. Cyanara, uh, uh Nelson's aesthetic. Wild Hearts. Number seven. Mm-hmm. Wait, why did I write skip over this? Forza Horizon Four, <laughs> a car game. I, it's I a did, car I game. I did that. Uh, <laughs> you in my handwriting? Yep. Uh, Forza Horizon Four. <laughs> I'm not. I don't like. I'm not into cars, guys. Interesting. That's you know what? I respect you for that. For not being into cars? Yes. Well, right, well I, wait. Hold on. I'm into cars now. I'm not anti. <laughs> I, I'm not anti anyway being into cars, but mm-hmm. I, I I am not into cars. However, I have enjoyed car games in the past. Sure. I just yeah. never like I only ever play them by accident. Like mm. I don't have anything to play. Right. Uh, I guess I'll play Need for Speed Hot Two. Oh, this game's amazing. Oh, car games mm. are great. Car culture is bullshit. Well, mm. I'm not at all into car culture. Yeah, I am into. <laughs> I'm into burnout. Yes, I'm into burnout too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna burnout paradise. Yeah. Need for Speed Most Wanted Two, or no? Sorry, Need for Speed Underground One and Two, and then that's it. Those are these are the car games. This is as close as I get to car culture. And then looking at a Mustang one day and going like, "Hmm, that's not bad." Oh, I like the design of cars, but like once you get into like yeah. this, thing, this is a six V cylinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Suck is a six V cylinder. Six V cylinder. What do you even? Yeah, yeah. Dylan, a, a six uh, a a nine volt battery. <laughs> it's a fuel engine. injection yeah. stingray. I, like, <laughs> look, I don't know any of these words. It, I, I won't. I won't hold anything against you. I do weirdly love Top Gear. It's mostly because the presenters. I mean, yeah, that's just now. I guess whatever the Grand Tour now, but it's still Top Gear to me. Well, you gotta love that Speed Racer movie for talking about convergenators and, and dually badoolies. I mean, that's what that's what Grease Monkeys sound I'm like going when to they talk to station to pick up a power converter. Yeah, See, I'm more into that. Yeah, you never got that's them. That's the good stuff. You never got them. You truly never did. Um, But I, as as much as I'm not into car culture, as much as I'm like just barely into cars, you are into the Horizon. I am really into Forza Horizon Four. There, there's this like so the Horizon Festival is this thing that they do that's like, hey, let's just get a bunch of people that are into racing cars in a in a centralized location and then, I don't know, race a bunch? Yeah. And it's it's like, what if you blew up Need for Speed Underground? Like, are, that's 100% what are this these is without the street racing street races? Or are yeah, these sanctioned? Kind, no, it's like no, a, no, no, they're sanctioned. It's always like a... a, a Cont- or a, a party, not, it's not a, a party. It's, it's, no, a it's like a massive celebration. Yeah, it is a festival. Yeah. So, so they're sanctioned, and I'm sure they went to in this one. I think it's Australia. They went. No, no, it's not. This, this one's like, in Belgium, England, right? This one's in England. Yeah. I think I'm okay. thinking of two, wasn't it? One of them. One, one's in the Mediterranean. One is one in Australia. This one is, of them, I think, is in. This Australia. is the one with like seasons and stuff, right? Where yeah, yeah. Where the ice dope. freezes over. And just to clarify, this is like an open world. You like drive up. Yeah, the so, so it's an open world. Um, it's an open world racing game. You have to drive to the location that you want to start your race in, and then you say like, "All right, I'm going to start the race." Sometimes it's, "Hey, you need a different car for this," and then in that 
in that location. You need more you, spikes on the wheels to I go mean, across the icy lake. Whoa. You actually do, which is fucking dope. You can get a warthog. Like yeah, a Halo yeah, warthog, really, which is yeah. really cool. You can get what my a- actual car in the game, <laughs> which drives like shit. Yeah, by of the course way. it does. Yeah, you can get Mason's old car, which, which also drives, just drives. No, like it drives shit. really well, actually. All right, look. All right, hold on. I when I'm to- driving it, it drives well. <laughs> um. Yes. My problem with Forza, not to get, not to get. Yeah. Tell me all the things into- that you dislike about one of my favorite games of the year. Okay. <laughs> um, so I don't like sim racers because they don't handle well. This they, one handles less simmy. Yeah, but I mean, I the, understand when people say less simmy for the Horizon series, they're like mm. it handles a little. It, it, it's you could be it's a pretty simmy. Yeah. Oh no, I I wish you it still were. have to follow the line. What's the line called? Don't the, they have a name for the? It's got a name, but like the the Forza line. We'll yeah. just say that. Is that? Yeah. I, I've never the brake line. When you say it doesn't handle well, you just mean like the controls are no, bad? It's, it's just stiff. It's just it, stiff. It's stiff it's, because it's, it's simulating a, a, a real car. Oh, like you can't hair point. You can't like right, hair point turn. Right. It's and not, that, and it's that's not the thing is like, it's not, it doesn't have super, and I wish it was. It's not the driving in drifting Grand Theft Auto. It's not, they put a warthog in it. It's not going to feel like the warthog in Halo. Right, right. I mean, right. I, I, don't get me wrong. Mario Kart is probably always going to be my top racing game series, but I, I do have a place in my heart for like, have you different? Like, I don't treat this as like, the two poles on the spectrum, right? Like mm-hmm. Mario Kart would probably be like the most arcadey, and then Mario Kart's the most arcadey, and then I would say Forza Motorsport. Yeah, I would put Motorsport on the other end, or and like then, yeah. Gran Turismo, or right, right, and Drive then, Club, or whatever. And then Forza Horizon, if it were like one is Mario Kart and ten is is Forza Motorsport, I would say Forza Horizon is like eight. It's like we're in like the Red Dead Redem- Red Dead Two Redemption, Red Dead uh, Redemption Two, two Red it's, Two Redemption. It's mostly about looking at your car and <laughs> reveling in how pretty it is. Yeah, and I just it's really pretty. Again, by the way, they, they have digitized car culture, <laughs> which I kind of hate. Well, that's fair. But also, I've played a Horizon game in the past, and like, hey, this is yeah. There, there's something to this, and I think I think the pre the thing that got me into this one is the presentation of the uh like progression in the game which Mm -hmm. is like i am i am a massive sucker for a title card every time you're doing like all right you need to do this number of races to get to the next season and then once you do it introduces the season by you driving or your car is is just driving and then at a point it'll just turn into the next season and it's one of the it's like it's beautifully seamless um and then you'll like have all these other cars that show up and it like the snow will kick up if it's winter and then it just goes like winter it's nice towel card yeah mm. it's oh the title card is not good um but there's a lot of there's a lot did, of like someone really whisper fun winter i whisper winter <laughs> okay, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have edited the game file to play my audio nice. just can't you winter. hook in your spotify or something can't you, you can. play like, music yeah, yeah. their nice. music is horizon radio is actually really good um, a lot of traverses in it. Is this? It's not. It's not what's called. It's not how you say that. Mm. I don't know how to read. I, I just as a side, <laughs> I just had an idea for a video game that is also ASMR, where it's like you have like a narrator from Bastion, but he's he's always like, "Hey guys, you just you just arrived in winter, so put on some warm parkas. The wind chill is going to be really. Oh, you feel that? There's some snow dropping on your face. Oh, and that's the hum of a." Of a Porsche coming right at you, <laughs> <laughs> um, or ASM Mario Kart. Oh, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. Mario. <laughs> I, would real let, I would let Charles Martinet talking my whisper <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets real close. 
Forza Horizon 4. Anything else about it? Does no, it also no. have like loot in it? Like, can't you like you can customize like, oh, yeah, shit? Yeah. So, you, so whenever you win a race or whenever you like get a certain amount of like credit, like street cred, that type of thing. Um, I think it's called influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever all, you get, all of these car games at the same time switched over really to being like very social media yeah, heavy. Yeah. We're like all influencers yeah. now. So like, I think this one does it the best because it's like, hey, we need you to go like you do this thing so that you can get more influencers. And it's like, all right, what do I do? It's like win this race but end like by jumping off this thing it's like oh yeah okay cool and then you got a floss at the finish circle i haven't i haven't unlocked the floss yet i haven't unlocked a really dope leather jacket though just using a default yeah but you can dance Uh, yeah i know i'm I'm the worst shaking his head at you right now um (laughs) but i think i think there's a lot of (laughs) i think there's a lot of really really great presentation to make a pretty semi racing game a lot more fun like any whenever you finish a race it cuts to basically you in a white room um and there's a massive screen behind eric clapton's there and eric clapton's there and he's just like oh well done and then it's just like so <laughs> so whenever you cross the finish line it shows it so it cuts to that white room and it's video footage of the finish line but if you want to be really cool you can uh e-brake and then slide into the finish line horizontally so that your car is facing the camera. Yeah, okay. It's it's fucking cool. I Especially like that. because if somebody is right behind you, they also show up before the camera cuts to like, hey, you did a good job in the race. It's it's just there's a lot of really tiny touches in this in this game. Yeah, I mean, I guess my major gripes for Forza Horizon and sim games, sim driving games in general is just is the gameplay. The the handling is slower and also because they're licensing real cars, you can't deform them too much because mm-hmm. Ferrari doesn't want a jacked up Ferrari with the shit beaten out of it. Right. Which is funny because I just don't like playing with those cars. Like I don't like playing with the supercars. Mm-hmm. Like I'll 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 just get like a yeah, give me a Subaru, like a WRX, give me a Honda Civic, give me a I don't know, a shitty old BMW. Like give me those cars because yeah. I know I don't want to fuck those up, even if it is you can only deface it but so much. I think one of the first Wii games I ever got was Need for Speed Carbon and like uh, the yeah. default car in that, or like one of the early unlockable cars is a uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Mm. And it felt good and it handled yeah. well, so I was just like using Mitsubishi Eclipse for most of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that burnout has like just has always been the top of because if it, if you example is the burnout paradise it's like their version of a old dodge challenger is yeah. just called like, like here's hunter or yeah. something like, like that here's a challenger here's an el camino here's right. whatever like go deform it however much you want um if i had played that for the first time this year maybe that would replace Fortnite. which i did before. last year i think oh, cool. is that when it came out is that when burnout remastered paradise remastered came out yeah. yeah yeah number six number six tetris effect which we're skipping now. we'll talk about that later we, yeah yeah we talked about it uh we haven't f- talked about it we are talking about it later. We will we talk will. about it. Oh, my. Oh <laughs> How effective will it be? My. We don't know. I'm still seeing Tetraminos. I haven't played that game since the beginning of the year. So, Oh, do you not Super always see? I mean, it's like Daredevil. Like, this is what I see is just Tetraminos. <laughs> the world of Tetraminos. Uh, number five, Deltarune. Chapter one. Deltarune. It's so fucking It's still good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replay it before we get down to the... The final yeah. deliberations. Was, did we previously talk about it on your list or on Alex's list? My list, I believe. Uh, number four, 
Were you not paying attention, Joe? I just couldn't remember which one. I knew we talked about it. I couldn't remember which one we talked about it on. Oxenfree. Oxenfree. I finally played Oxenfree. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Oxenfree is a good-ass game. It is really goddamn good. Um, And it is ineligible because it has already won. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. When a good game's good in a different year, sometimes it... You Wait, just when can't did really talk about it this year. Uh, 2016? Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. What in the hell? What in the... What? That Sam definitely Hill? came out last year. Time is not real. Yep. It only took up a year to make after uh, party. Well, I bet... I, oh, well. Uh, January 15th, 2016. Jesus the Christ. The beginning Damn. of 2016. Jesus Damn. Christ. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I'm, Ghost stories, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm Especially so, good ones. I'm so... Mm-hmm. Uh, vague on the specifics of Oxenfree at this point. You should play it again. Maybe. Maybe I don't want to... Maybe this is the one that I'm just like, let me not tell you. I mean, we've talked about a I bunch on this show. You, uh, have you never played it? No. Oh, you should play I, Oxenfree. I had it for a while, but like... How did the... Uh, the um, Specifically about the ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who was your, your mirror self? Who did that show up as? Oh, it showed up as um, my friend Chris Rednick. Okay. Yeah. Um, who is now in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised it wasn't Mike. I, it, I don't know how they choose it. I think mine was... I think it's random, isn't it? I think mine was Mason. Someone... It's whoever's on your friends list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember who specifically it was. It's pretty cool. Do you... Do you have you played it? Oxford? You'll see. You'll see. You played Oxford? You'll see. Oxford. I want to talk about... Wall breaking stuff? Huh? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you make dialogue yeah. choices that affect... Uh, Not just your game, but other people's. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. 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 It's pretty cool. Have you played this game, Joe? No. Oh, it's a good game. Yeah. Also, uh, just the idea of let's not have it be. Um, I think the way they handle dialogue choices is is even a step above the way uh, Telltale has handled theirs. Yeah. Because so, example going from like Outer Worlds and and the Fallout games of like here's a list of responses, pick one to telltale games here's a list of responses pick one but you only have a certain amount of time to oxen free and now after party um which is here are four response or three responses mm. yeah they're, they're mostly three. three yeah mostly three uh responses that you can choose from pick one but we will make sure that it works elegantly into the conversation yeah so that there is never a break that right. feels wrong like the game is all about walk and talk yes like yes they are they are students under the aaron sorkin mm-hmm. style of televised storytelling where right. you're just constantly moving and wherever you're walking to a conversation is happening yeah and then dialogue choices happen as you're moving and um, i and you're in control most of the time mm-hmm. when you're when you're walking around mm-hmm. and you build up and it's cool because like the again the same with I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point, but the same with After Party. You build up the personality of the character you're playing as more and more through your short decisions, your small decisions that then turn into big decisions and everybody's reactions to you. What's the main character's name? I cannot remember. Wow. I cannot remember. Wow, favorite game, huh? I cannot remember. One of the best games of the uh, year, Number number four. Um, It's not my favorite game. But I do, what you're saying, I do like the, the aspect of she's not a blank slate. Right, she has a personality. Mm-hmm. You were just kind of like pushing it in one direction or mm-hmm. the other, which is what I—I I don't know if I prefer it, but I feel like it's a trend that's happening more and more in games. Is like not blank slate main characters. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like yeah. Mass Effect is kind of like that, even though 
your Commander Shepard and my Commander Shepard are pretty much are going to be distinct, and like mm-hmm. there's a bit of tabu- tabula rasa there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like, um, the characters in Telltale games are distinct characters. Right, like, Lee right. is a distinct character. Uh, Reese is a distinct character. Yeah, um, I like being able to nudge that a little bit mm-hmm. because there's usually more personality behind that. Yeah, than in yeah. like earlier Fallout games where it's like, all right, I'm gonna click a button and there's gonna be no dialogue. Yeah, and what's and what's cool with um. What's cool with Oxenfree is you can push it in those directions and it makes story sense because it's like, so I think the main character's name is Alex. Yes. So, yes. Oh, got one. Um, I cannot tell you Whoa. her new stepbrother's You're name. You're in this game? <gasps> You're a girl with blue hair? Maybe. Nice. <laughs> um, so you're, so you're playing Alex and, and she gets a new stepbrother. Um, and, you can decide if you want to stop being sort of close because I think Alex historically in the based on some conversations like seems like she was a little more closed off. Yes. And you can decide if you want to keep being that way or if you want to push for her to be more of an open character. Right. And more accepting of her new stepbrother. She's closed off because of her past. Right. Right. What happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will not talk about for We should. We should just spoil these fuckers. I know. I'm so good. Spoil them. It's all good. Spoil them. It's really good. They had three years. They had their shot. true. We did have three years. We had your time. Statue of limitations. I mean, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'll probably never get around to playing this game at this point. So it will take you five hours. You should play that game. Is that how short it is? It's a real short game. Mm. I would say like somewhere between five and ten. Mm. So you're stuck mm. on an elevator. Break out the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Is it, it on is the Switch? On the Switch. It is on yeah. the Switch. Came out this yeah. year on the then Switch. Then I have to buy it again. Wow. Have it on PC. Wow. I I have come come very close to rebuying certain games on the Switch for so I could play them on the Switch. Like games I have not beaten. Like I came very close to repurchasing Oberdin so I could have it on the Switch. I almost bought Divinity Original Sin too. On the Switch. I, bought, I, bought, I did buy Darkest Dungeon on the Switch. Oh, yeah? I just thought this is a great platform for it. Yeah. The only games I'm rebuying on the Switch are the kind that I can play with lots of people in the same room. Oh, yeah. Because to me, that is the perfect machine for Backbox, that. Backbox, for fair. sure. So, like, Very all of... Fair. All of uh, yeah, I have a lot of games on the computer for that, and now I'm, like, in the process of moving them. Skullgirls just came out, for instance. So yeah. I got that one on Switch. So... Also, for the record, I am talking. I am very open to talking about other games while talking about most of these, uh, mm-hmm. because the one that I really want to talk about is number one. But I'm also very interested in like let's let's see where these conversations lead us. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. Skullgirls. Yeah, turns out I'm bad at about. I am very bad at fighting games. Okay, we yeah. could we could we could have some some coaching sessions cool. if cool. you want because cool. I used to Maybe. do pretty well. I think uh, I'm, I think I'm just gonna lean really hard into Guilty Gear. Okay. I think that's going to be the one. I haven't played that one as much, but I'm thinking about buying the new one when that comes to Switch yeah. and and trying that out. Because mm-hmm. uh, like my three fighting games are Smash, Skullgirls, and Blaze Blue. And I know okay. Blaze Blue is relatively close. Yeah. 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 Um, also, if you ever want to just like start playing a very hype fighting game, just just play uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. So. I understand that should have been on my. Oh, man. I understand that game is incredible mm-hmm. and like such a really nice push of the genre into mm-hmm. like a territory where almost anyone can pick it up, but it's still very, very skill based. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Smash Brothers in the sense, yeah. but still very much a traditional two D fighter. Yeah, I have zero connection to anything Dragon Ball. That's fine. I've never really had any feelings for the show whatsoever. That's fine. And I just feel like I would get it. And I'd be like, yeah, this is fun, but uh, what the what's the deal with yeah, this guy? I would, like, say, I, <laughs> I would say having knowledge of it increases the enjoyment, but is not 
absolutely vital. Okay. Well, now you can play Final Fantasy Decidia for free on PC, and I hear it's awful. Yeah, it's not. It's I not think, think you've got like five characters or something. It's weird. Decidia has always been weird. Yeah. What's what? What is this? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, Final fighting, Fantasy fighting game. Oh. Whoa, they made that. It's, they've made like two, I think. Yeah, they made two. Huh. Decidia and then like Decidia NT. Um, but hey, that was oxen free. Play it. Okay. Play it, damn. I'll have to play that one. All right. We're getting into the top three. Are you guys are you guys excited? Are you excited, Alex? These are like the three I could talk about, so yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Because yeah. <laughs> I played all three of these. I didn't know you I didn't know you played number three. Because yeah. number three is Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Absolutely one uh, not only one of my favorite games of of this year, but one of the games I've had the absolute most fun with mm-hmm. over like the last five years. Yeah. It's just a good game. Everyone's Almost everyone in this game is horny. It's. It, it's <laughs> I just felt like was I was like, well represented. Everyone is just like that's the apocalypse. And everyone's right. letting their freak flag fr- fly. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let that freak frag fry. Look, man. Frag out. Look, man. So sunset over. Is that is that, a, is that like a unreal tournament like freak frag after a certain that amount would of be amazing. <laughs> um. So sunset overdrive. Have, have, have you, so you've played it, Dylan? Have you played it? Yeah, I played it. Joe, have you played it? No. All right. So Sunset Overdrive. Uh, the world has ended. Well, at least in the, the city. Yeah. In the city. The city has been quarantined. In the city, Sunset. Sunset City. Whatever. Sunset matter. City. The city, uh, the city of Sunset. Been, <laughs> this game is full of tongue twisters. It's, Sonic it's is really dropping good. in from the sky to <laughs> yeah. s- and, uh, snowboard to the city. Sunset And zone. really what you need to do is you need to um, follow me. Set me free. I'll make it Trust through. me. From me to you. And we will escape from the city. Anyway, so Sunset Overdrive uh, <laughs> takes place in Sunset City. There is a energy drink based apocalypse wherein uh, the drink overdrive has turned people into monsters. The OD, mm-hmm. uh, which is just mwah, chef kiss. Very, it's, it's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play a character who you, you can create. They don't have a name, right? They don't have a name. In fact, they are referred to as player in the in the um in the subtitles. Yeah. And I, it's just a really good. I think at one point somebody does say like, "Hey, yeah, you player or something like that." Um, hey, kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like so that you, actually. You are like holed up in your house or in your whatever apartment for like a month, and over that over that period of time, the city has just gone to shit. So then you're like, "Well, I'm all out of food." And then you try and to beer. Make, and beer. Yeah, that's right. It's just like, well, out of food, out of beer. I guess I'll make a run for it. Uh, and then you get into this open world that feels like a mix between like Infamous and Tony Hawk, which is just fucking great. That is a really solid mix. So you can grind on just about anything that is a rail. Uh, you have a melee weapon that starts off as a crossbow. Uh, not a crossbow. Um, a melee weapon. You start with a, with a just like yeah, a, it's yeah. a crossbar. Um, oh, okay. Crowbar. Yeah. Crowbar. Whatever. It's a, it's a it's just a it's a crucifix. It's a crossfit. So actually, you might be able to get. <laughs> it's just a dude just doing a bunch of like yeah. weird crossfit yeah, exercises, carrying yeah. a tire. Yeah. yeah. It's just like all right, one more rep. Um, and you can hang on to things as well. Um, there's a lot of like, do this grind then do this uh amount of shooting because you can shoot while you're grinding so do this grind shoot these many enemies do this melee attack and turn all of that into a combo and then you get more and more upgrades which are absolutely ridiculous so if you 
I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'll talk about that one thing. If you are doing a really dope combo to the point where you get like a level three over like maximum combo, whatever, Mm -hmm. you can just start having storms appear around you and they will electrocute and and kill enemies. Right. You can also like grind and then put a put a power amp on your grind so that it shoots out fire on the left and the right so that you're just grinding and attacking enemies at the same time. It's fucking absurd. It's it's a great game just sort of built on the rule of cool and yeah. and I mean I loved the the Jet Set Radio meets some kind of a third person shooter. It's like yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean like Infamous or uh Crackdown. Uh, Crackdown. Yeah, right. It's a lot like so yeah, it's Jet Set Radio meets Crackdown mm-hmm. with all of the all of the humor of uh Insomniac games because the fact that they are making I, I think one uh, Mike Macassiano was like, "Oh yeah, just get the studio that made the best superhero game in Sunset Overdrive yeah. to make the best superhero game in Marvel Spider-Man." It's just like mm-hmm. this all of this adds up. Yeah. Um this is and it's really funny and the character creator is like legitimately good like i i am big on i want a character that is both unique and like fun to to like dress up and like i don't this sounds weird fun to look at yeah. but like i want yeah. to make a character that is want a funny that is guy cool so it's mine a funny is, a, face. Is, a, is a funny lady who is like a little bit darker than me and she's got purple bangs and a Hawaiian shirt. So what I'm saying is I made a much cooler me and had, it's great. I think I had like jeans, mm-hmm. boots, mm-hmm. and... Whoa, this is getting too crazy. Yeah, wild. Yes, really wild. tall mohawk. Yeah, and yeah. completely just 100% open Hawaiian shirt. Hell yeah. Just like full chest in it the whole yeah. time. And I mean, I picked like the largest body type, like fucking bear. Yeah, the, the character body types are hilarious. Yeah. Hawaiian shirts are too maligned in today's society. And I feel like That's everyone true. should Thank own you. more Hawaiian shirts. I wear agree. Them you. Yeah. you should see my wardrobe. It's like 80% Hawaiian shirts. It's beautiful. I am digging this yeah. sweater, by the way. This is Thank a good you. sweater. It Warcast was, Fashion Hour for a second here. It's a it's a cable cable. Warcast knit, I Fashion Hour for boom, a second. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's really uh, good. Uh, Dylan, I like what uh, you got because uh, what you got here, what you're wearing was perfect protection against timefall. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. you got a no, hood up. No, no, no references. Yeah. Joke happened off mic. Can't can't do it. Uh, <laughs> so there's so there's like a ton of like small, beautiful like uh touches, and there's a ton of third third uh third wall fourth wall mm-hmm. yes yeah third and fourth wall breaking where it's just What's like thir- right. third wall exit stage left yes. you no know, it's like you got to glitch through one of the walls to do a dope trick mm. it's that that's it's speed running it's the third wall yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay yeah so there's a bunch of fourth wall breaking like there's a every time you do a ground pound the every time you do a ground pound the ground literally has boom written on it yeah there's a giant explosion the automatopoeia text is always fucking great good stuff yeah and then every time they introduce a character they'll introduce a character and then they'll give them their own title screen Mm -hmm. and i have not seen say what like borderland style yeah i remember yeah Yeah. just like freeze frame zoom in big name big title all good like there's not there's not a single thing in this game that is like hey we did this for personality that doesn't work Mm -hmm. there's like maybe like one joke that's just like "Hmm, that that fell kind of flat but then the character that you're playing as will then make fun of that and it's like all right well you guys know what you're doing um also crazy that this was an xbox one launch title and I am just now playing yeah. it because it just now got to PC. Right. Yeah. And I have been, I have, and now we'll never waited. see another one because yeah. Sony owns Insomniac now. Right. Although, well, eh, could happen. So I mean, Insomniac it was an Xbox was like, exclusive thing. So, but Insomniac did say something along the lines of, 
we'll we'll see. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to hold my breath on this one. If they ever make another Sunset Overdrive, I'm predicting that as my game of the year for that year. Okay. Unless Death Stranding 2. It's just reminding me we never got Trey McNair to come on the show. Uh, Yeah, I know. He also worked on this. I reached out to him. Yeah. Haven't heard anything. He's a super busy guy. Yeah. I mean, most AAA game devs are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's his role again? He's like 3D modeler? He's an environment artist artist lead, I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he has credits on Spider-Man and uh, Sunset Overdrive. Look at him. Number two. Wait, hold on. Number three still. No, yes. Is that <laughs> is that what Sunset is? Yeah. Sunset, yeah. All right. So my problems with this game. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. This game, this game feels like it fell out of a, a different era. It did. Like, it feels like this game would have been right at home in, like, 2006. Is that a bad thing, though? Uh, I mean, like... I would say no, it's hit because or miss. that's kind of what they go for. Sure, that's fine. But also, like, games of that era, action, third-person action games of that era, are very hit or miss. Like, my favorite of that era, Red Faction Guerrilla, is a fun game, but even then, it clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, super clunky. Also, sure. PC version, kind of busted. <laughs> What? Really? I ran into some weird bugs. Uh, I couldn't boost while grinding. I never ran into It would uh, give me the prompt. It'd be like, all right, you do this to, to boost on a grind. And just sure like, it's not a you problem, though. Yes. It's this, me. I, I personally think this is going to affect the code yeah, base. I think it's not a, it's not a look, fucking, look, it's look, not a technological Dylan, limitation. Dylan, we're going we're gonna to fall Dylan. back to our old argument of like, how much of this is hardware and how much of this is game. All right. Also, yeah, how much of this I, went back, is you. I went back and re listened to that. I don't agree with that split on. Uh, um, on which on one? Outer Control. Worlds. Oh. To begin with, I don't think it's an eighty twenty whatever. Eighty twenty. What way? What to what? Eighty percent hardware, twenty percent outer wor- outer outer worlds. worlds. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say. Of, for, like, I wouldn't say for outer worlds. I'd say maybe for maybe for control. Either way, like I restarted the game and sure. it was fine. Like sure. it's not a big deal. That's yeah. not a big thing. The game does feel clunky. I don't think it's particularly funny, personally. Sure. Um, and. I mean, you it just doesn't don't have look a sense of humor. Pretty, like the characters don't look great. Like, mm. like design wise, art design wise, mm-hmm. like I like the aesthetic, mm-hmm. but but the but the models, the, the, the mouth animations on everything. That's funny. I actually really thought the bad. mouth animations were mostly solid. I they they were really out of sync for me. Okay, like just by I remember couple, we had had that yeah. conversation before. Right. Yeah. Um. So it just it just felt old. It was like wow, yeah. here's a game from what 2013, 2014 mm-hmm. that feels like. Six years out of place. It's funny because I felt like it was a 20, 2013 game that I'm playing in 2019. I was like, all right, fine. But like, well, I, it was also the from a point. Is this, this game feels old and I'm just going to subtract half a dozen years from wherever oh, I am now. Okay. To where I'm, I'm not saying no, you're wrong. Fine. I'm no, just saying, like, Dylan, it's fine. An old game is an no, old game. Is an old game. Is an old game. Is an old game. No, Dylan, Dylan. Um, yeah, I, I guess I was see what you're grapes? saying. It wasn't as charming as I thought it would be. And. That was kind You're of telling me that a that a a game where the theme song is "We're gonna have a party, fuck you" is not is charming. That, <laughs> it's in it's in like Holy it's shit. in the <laughs> second. It's like I've track two. Not about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that tra- the, so the soundtrack also brings me back to like, ooh, Tony Hawk two. All right, mm-hmm, like it felt. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like to me. So right. I think there's a lot of like and if nostalgia if, heart sure that's in there. I like the attitude of this game a, a lot. I can yeah. agree with Dylan on a lot of points. I can in that. totally see like, what you're saying. It's yeah. stiff. There's some auto aim out the ass because it seems to know it's stiff. I would like turn, keep that on. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't think the, I don't think the shooting is good, but yeah. the, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because they have like horde yes. mode style missions. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like this isn't fun. And I so in fairness, 
I did stop doing those where it was just like, oh yeah, like yeah. go defend the, I was the on the first whatever. one, which I think is part of the main like tutorial you have quest to, like, line. Defend the yeah. Thing. yeah. yeah, when yeah like, I didn't enjoy that. that so much. And then whenever you start up a new foundry, you have to go and do it there. Or it feels old simply from the perspective of like, here's a giant floating, rotating item in the world, mm. which is something you really don't see yeah, a lot. Yeah, nowadays, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is just a shame because those are amazing. That's exactly how weapons are meant to be represented in Whoa. video games. I'm sorry. Whoa. I mean, we're just gonna, I don't, Look, all right. Completely. I'm sorry, Quake's dead, Alex. Oh. But it died for a reason. It's not. Anyways, dead. it's like, yeah, <laughs> yes, Quake because life. They, they are hard at work on Quake Champions. Let me tell you, with all that Fortnite money, yes, they are definitely working extremely Whoa. hard on Quake Champions. Do not crush my dreams, Dylan. It's, it's too good. late. Just <laughs> Dylan didn't do it. Epic it's a dude. mass grave. It's laying right next to Tribes Ascend. It's both down there. Just wow. Do they not? Did, did, did Quick Champions only release in early access, or did yeah. it actually release? Yeah, it's like it's in still their early beta access thing. Okay. They had an Unreal tournament, like like meant to come out in the more recent era too. That they also just kind of like quietly shafted. They're just like we're not working on this anymore. You can still play it. Oh, like, Quake's it's still- it. I'm getting Quake mixed up with Unreal. That's right. Um, no, but didn't because I I, I mean they the both have reference. floating rotating weapons right, so right, I get right. it but the important thing is that is how weapons are meant to be represented well I don't games. there's no mm, look okay. it, it's, it's part of the things that <laughs> you didn't part like parcel it fits in with the world but I was yeah, just yeah. like uh, and I so for me I think it's just like <laughs> I think you're you're 100% right to say like yeah that just doesn't work for me I do think this game going for yeah, I just want to make like a really fun game and like not give a shit about like some things that like not give a shit about it is a 2013 game that feels like it might be a 2006 mm-hmm. not how you say that game sure yes. yeah but I but I do really appreciate that it was just like hey just give insomniac a bunch of money to go make something fun and stupid. I just think when it goes up against Marvel spider-man it's no contest like I think surprisingly Marvel Spider-Man is not on my list I know and it wasn't on our list last year either so think about that think about it 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 number two number two is Apex Legends hell yeah the game that got me back into shooters let's talk about a game that has no flaws um let's talk about it took let's talk about how it took yes uh respawn three shooters to finally make a good one Let's talk. fuck you fuck you Jesus fuck Christ. you fuck you all right titanfall so, 2 is really a quick godsend we, of a game before we get into this let's talk about apex legends uh biggest flaw it's a uh, battle royale no man no. that sucks that's rough no look at how you have bad taste ignoring you <laughs> i look. don't agree with the dylan statement there <laughs> there's nothing but wrong with the battle royale genre um there uh, so i will the say genre <laughs> There's Again, wrong we have a conversation off mic. It doesn't make sense here. Well, I mean, it's an invitation not for anyone to say there's nothing wrong with X genre. Because but the point look, is, there's nothing wrong with the with look, the character action genre. There's nothing wrong with Souls-like genres. There's nothing wrong with the, genres, there's nothing right? wrong with the racing simulation genre. <laughs> that, that's fair. There's nothing fair. wrong that's... with the graphic novel genre. This is this was the, the visual novel, whatever it is. Like, whatever. There's yeah. nothing wrong with Watchmen. There's I don't know why everyone H out there hates Watchmen. There's nothing wrong with graphic novels. I just had to lash out because Dylan upset the balance by 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 going after the greatest game of all time, Titanfall 2. It's oh, just okay. like, you know, I have no problem with Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 is phenomenal. I've never um, played yeah. it. Jesus. I have no problem with really, it. You really, really should. really need to play especially because it goes on sale for like 10 bucks all the time Yeah, now, but no one's playing it. So what? I'm playing <laughs> it. So the, so the funny thing is, are you going to join me on PS4? I think there are people playing Titanfall 2 Are you going to PC still. like a man? 
man. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. So <laughs> Apex Legends. So I'm Apex Legends. In here. Yeah. I don't like it. My, like it down. My, yeah, like you, my assumption oh, no. from what I've heard of Apex Legends is that it is a hero shooter combined with a battle royale. Yes, yes. and it is very well done. So it is. What's amazing about the battle royale genre is that it is it is evolving at an accelerated rate. Mm-hmm. Because only two years ago did we have PUBG, mm-hmm. one of the the star the the breakout success of 100%. the battle royale yeah. genre. Yeah. Like we had DayZ before, but sure, right? It but was it wasn't a battle royale. It was a survival game. I was thinking, or, H1, or H1Z1, the King of the Kill, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. the the. That's confusing because now H1Z1 mm-hmm. became like when people. So King of the Kill was like a mode in right. H1Z1. On Z1. It was the Battle Royale mode, but right. now the Battle Royale mode is just called H1Z1 and the survival game mode of H1Z1. It's like Fortnite. <sighs> Fortnite Battle Royale yeah. is now just Fortnite. And right. The right. Save the World mode is, unfortunately, the subtitle. Yeah. But like, you have PUBG, you have Fortnite, now you have this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I don't like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like, Fortnite has never really been a topic of discussion on this show because yeah. no one I don't, is really I don't like, love Fortnite and I fell off of PUBG. And so the fact that this was just like, hey, we are going to recreate BRs for you in a way that makes you actually interested in it. Right. Fucking wild. Well, how, how, how does it evolve the genre? So so the problem with PUBG, the, the big hurdle with PUBG. I like that that's how you answer this question. <laughs> the problem. But, but, but please keep going. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's why, yeah, it's why yeah. Apex Legends is so successful. The big hurdle with PUBG is that it is communication is key. Like if you're not communicating, that game falls off the rails. Mm. Like if you're playing on a squad, if you're playing solo, doesn't matter. Right. And I played a hundred hours of PUBG solo. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, Apex Legends sidesteps most of that problem. hundred percent. With yeah. a incredibly intuitive ping system. Yeah. So your right button on a controller and whatever it's mapped yeah, to on, on the keyboard the, on the mouse and keyboard, it's the middle, middle mouse, click. mouse click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has a contextual ping to whatever. You're pointing your reticule at. So if you're pointing at a at a uh, item, backpack. it says it pings it and, and it alerts on everyone else's HUD on your team. Backpack here, come pick it up. Whereas in PUBG, you would have to verbalize mm-hmm. who needs a level two backpack. There is a level two backpack mm-hmm. here. I'm marking it on my mini map. Come to this yeah. location like, and get the. They took League of Legends pings. Put yeah, them in. I mean I've never played League of. But, well, but the I fact that League they took it from. Apex. Mm, I, know I don't know. League, League I, I don't know. Since like I don't 2010. Know. I, I know Fortnite took pings from Apex, so I was they did, yeah. I was unsure of the lineage. There. Risk of Rain but the thing is, well. like, even if even if it is like, hey, we saw this system in a different in a different type of game and brought it into this one, the fact that it does it and does it well is just like, oh shit, you guys you guys actually pulled it off. Well, that's, that's the thing that I that I the, when I looked at Apex Legends, it seemed like it was like, okay, let's take in elements of all mm-hmm. these popular things and put them together. Like, let's take in Overwatch. Let's yeah. take in PUBG. Let's take ping well, system from look, that. Look at the specific then, elements they're taking. They're taking the hero system from Overwatch. They're mm-hmm. taking the ping system from League. They're taking the battle royale genre from PUBG. Mm-hmm. They're taking the free to play model. Yeah, from, from free to play games. Yeah, like from Fortnite yeah. specifically. Um, and making it their own thing also you have a you have a studio that has the pedigree to make a good feeling first person shooter feeling um also and people forget to bring this up PUBG is scary Mm -hmm. PUBG is a a game filled with dread because Mm -hmm. you are crawling around because sound is 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 important you hear a door open. You hear some what might be footsteps, what not, might not be footsteps, and you are freaking out. Yeah. Because if it's similar to like when you play a MOBA, if I lose this match, that was eighty minutes of my life 
that just went down the drain. Mm-hmm. The if it's similar to that feeling in PUBG. Apex Legends eliminates that a little bit because it is so much friendlier on the outset that you don't feel like like there is stress. There is there it, PUBG induces stress in you like few games do outside of the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And Apex Legends eliminates that because it, it 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 invites you like here is here is this suite of tools to communicate with your team without having to communicate. There's also no solo mode in this game there was temporarily as a like a solo hopper and now there's a uh, as the time of this recording there is a duo hopper um but it's it's groups of three and that's that's just that's what the game is it's like you 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 match in with it's never too big it's never too small how how big is how many teams are there i guess 16 or something yeah i think it's it's not a full 100 people but it's like 88 people 48 players oh Mm -hmm. 16 teams of three be 48 okay well then double that 32 teams um what he said there's also uh, so in PUBG, the jump or you know in, in battle royales in general, like the jumping out of the plane is a big deal, and like understanding how to properly do that. So like in PUBG, uh, knowing when to pull your shoot, and your shoot will automatically pull at a certain height, mm-hmm. but you can pull it preemptively to like give yourself more horizontal distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is like there are things you learn about like oh I can swing my shoot my canopy while I'm moving, and that'll give me more distance, or I can. Uh, just point straight down and it'll increase my velocity really quickly and then I'll pull my shoot and I can go really far after like I will hit the ground faster than the other com- competitors. Yeah. Again, if you're not properly communicating with your team, that can all go to shit because if they don't know how to manage their shoot well, they can just, you can all be scattered. It's like, okay, we got to find a vehicle. All right, mm-hmm. while we're finding vehicles, everyone has to start gearing up. In Apex Legends, every team is, assigned a jump master yeah and you, Which are, you can relinquish if you want right but you are physically tied to the jump master yeah so when the jump master jumps everyone on the team is jumping mm-hmm. and then you're all falling together mm-hmm. and then a player has to physically hold down a button to release themselves from the jump master yeah and do their own thing and if you do that you're a dick <laughs> because you need to fall with your goddamn squad and it's just it it it, it says here are the things people love about battle royales what are the things that are optional about battle rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the uh, it's inducing stress. It's it's the the when communication falls to shit. It's all of these thing. It's all these hangups. Yeah. It's all these hangups that people are afraid of approaching. Uh, kind of a a semi PC shooter. What if we eliminate all that? And then what is what is the what is the streamline point oh, from yeah. introduction to accessibility? It is accessible. It's it, also very fun. Yeah, and and I think so. Some of it is some of it is like just presentation wise. It it feels l- less like a hey, we are going to go to war. We are going like in PUBG. It's just like hey, this is going to be very intense. Like get your armor, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like hey, do you want to like play as this character that you really like because they're going to have a quip. Like it just, the things of like let's make it more fun to play. And let's make it more like less less stress inducing just from the outset of like, hey, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be hero based, so it's not like I everything is relying on me. It's if you wanna play the medic, you can play you can play a medic type character. You can play lifeline you can play or lifeline. There, there are no other specific like, I think lifeline is the only one that like specifically heals. Right. Um but if yeah. you wanna play so you can play to your type of character and it stops being I have to just straight up be better. And it starts being, I 
I have to know how to right. play this character. How does my role fit in right. the team composition? Right, right. And and the and the other thing that's cool is like, oh, you you pick your you pick your uh hero, your legend in this game. You pick your legend alongside your team. Yeah, there so, there is a, so it's order, like a countdown, like a one, two, three. Right. So if Dylan goes first and he picks Wraith, it's like, all right, well that's the Wraith. assault. That's Only fine. pick Gibraltar. So if so yeah. if he picks Gibraltar, it's like, all right, that's the like defense type character. I'll play the more assault heavy character because I go second, and then you play the more uh, the more healing or recon type character. Um, and play and, Mirage or play yeah, whatever. and it's just really cool that you can be like, all right, well now that I can see what my other team members are doing, and I can communicate with them without voice chat, everything just becomes a lot easier to jump clear. into. Pickup groups suck. Pickup multiplayer shooters. I don't they like suck, they suck they suck they suck trying to get a bunch of friends together to play a game consistently also sucks mm. I've never had good luck with it mm-hmm. ever since graduating high school so like this game they just said hey I heard you hate these parts of playing right. online multiplayer right. shooters here you go so all mm-hmm. it needs now is to be able to mute people just immediately like before the yeah. match even starts just like so I would say that and Oh, I just, I just really want a team deathmatch mode. I just, I just yeah. really want it. I just uh, give me I, that, but you don't but need it. Give me that, you and I will play Apex it. Legends every I, day. But only, you don't the, need the, it. So the only reason, like, play so the only reason, the only reason I say that is because I want the hero abilities of these characters. Sure. In an environment where I, and again, like the the rounds of a or the matches themselves are not super long. No, they're way shorter than they're way shorter than PUBG. PUBG. Um, but the idea of oh I died, I'm gonna come right back into it. Right is a is a cool thing, and I think the fact that this feels so good, and this is a testament to how good this game is. The fact that it feels so good, and I want to jump right into it again, is just a testament of oh, fuck, you guys made a really good game. Yeah, because there are point mm-hmm. like I remember like finishing a certain like PUBG match, and mm-hmm. just like my heart rate's elevated, and like yeah, I, I can't I can't play PUBG another is one. exhausting. I can't play another one. Like it for yes, yeah. It's a good ass game. What a good game. It's a good ass game. And all the characters are amazing. And all and all of the abilities and the ways that they work together and and the ways that you can just say, like, no, I am going to play Bloodhound because it gives me comfort seeing like, oh, this door has been opened and it gives you like a little so Bloodhound is a tracker character. Um and it's like, all right, this door's been open. It's like, oh shit, okay, somebody's been here. And then and then you can just be like double tap on or hold down your your middle mouse and then drag to the left and it's like Hey, somebody's been in this area. Bloodhound, say the line. All Fajo, watch over me. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the quips are great. Mm-hmm. All the skins are great. Ah, uh, uh, it's a perfect game. Glad there are no really no game. arguments against it's, it. All right, moving on. It's uh, no. What's up? What's up? And uh, no, I mean I, I like Apex. Le- that Apex Legends exists. I think it's cool. Bar on the ground. alive yeah (laughs) not brain dead it's good not a vegetable it's a great game i like that respawn is getting more and more credit with it because honestly they deserved a fuck ton of credit for the first two titanfalls that they never really got yeah um i think they're critical darlings i think people really like them yeah but i mean you ask a lot of people about like you play titanfall and they're like what yeah sorry well, Dude, Titanfall Call 2, Duty? I, I like, stand by, has one of the best single-player campaigns in probably any game I've played in a while. And one of the best multiplayer. But you have to wonder yeah. how it's much like, of that falls 
How much of that falls at the feet of EA? So yeah. funny thing, there is this video, and and I I have not gone all the way into fact checking it, but there's this video that breaks down like, oh, uh, also respawn is now making Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, yes. which is fucking absurd, um, in a good way. Uh, but the <laughs> there is some like there was some tea that <laughs> EA basically uh, didn't market uh, Titanfall two. So yeah. that the sales would not do as well, and they could buy respawn earlier, or they could buy respawn at That's a, che- a little at a too conspiracy price. theory for me. There, well, there was like also... there was like something behind the video that was like, oh, if you if you look at like the ways that they were talking about some of those things, it just ended up being well. Like, didn't it mm, also release within like a month or two right. of Battlefield? Yes. So it's probably they just wanted to put their eggs in the Battlefield basket because they own Dice. Still a problem. Still, it, no, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I just still a problem. It's, it is a problem. I, I don't just. You know what? Hands on. You know hit. what? Hands on. Respawn. Hit. They're doing good work. They're they, they've they, been marginalized. <laughs> Alex, please keep going. <sighs> so anyway, I just wanted to say that I love Apex Legends for just sort of like being here, calling some attention to the world itself. I like the lore of the re- of the Titanfall universe that it expands upon. For one thing. Um, yeah, it's actually good lore, which is yeah, fascinating. Pretty like Titanfall World's pretty awesome. Um, wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. So the Apex Legends, this whole thing, yeah, has yeah. started because there was one, uh, there was one pilot from Titanfall Two mm-hmm. that was like, all right, we're gonna start a tournament, and then like you, it's Blisk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, and and Blisk is like. There are lots of factions in the Titanfall universe. The two mm-hmm. main ones are the IMC and the uh, the Marauder Corps, um, which are essentially like we want to colonize every planet and bring it all under the 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 girth of one company. Oh, oh my! Yeah, hot. <laughs> <laughs> and Damn, uh, and the Marauders who are like, no, we are free peoples just trying to live our lives on these planets. It's what they boil down to. But then there's lots of like other little. Many factions, uh, the largest of which being these mercenaries who are the Apex Predators. Apex Predators are led by Kuban Blisk, who is the old guy in the opening cinematic. Yeah, yeah I remember that connection. Yeah. When yeah. Someone yeah. stabs a digital newspaper yes. and shatters oh, the glass. It's cool fucking yeah. stupid. And, also uh, rude. Blisk is actually a key, a key player in both games. He's definitely a key player in the story of of two, but yeah. I, I seem to recall he's also in one for for some amount. But he's also not old in the Titanfall games, right? right? Okay, uh, so, there's so this is some, time, some has time has passed. Perfect space for Titanfall three to exist in. Yeah, um, and it, there's there's just like a good amount of of kind of expansion of how these worlds have developed in between or at, rather after like all these massive battles have been taking place for control of these systems and these planets um how society has developed specifically with uh the new guys trailer was a crypto yeah. crypto um most uninspired character name in the world <laughs> i could only think of Lifeline. like the old crypto the super dog tv show <laughs> <laughs> that's with a k alex yes but <laughs> <laughs> yes crypto superman's dog was real big in the bitcoin <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, um, super Dogecoin. Got it. So yeah, I, I, I just I watch Apex Legends with such great aplomb, and just I'm, I'm happy to experience it secondhand. I just can never get into these games, and that's what bums me out. The whole like, like you were saying with PUBG, you finish it, and you're like, 
or, or, or rather like you can die and that's terrifying because you just spent like 80 minutes of your life and apex legends can feel like that they're not as long but it can still be like 30 or 40 minutes I'm like i can't do that i just to me that is that <laughs> is mentally intellectually more interesting than and i played i played like i played some rainbow six siege this year i played a healthy amount of call of duty black ops 4 which if apex legends didn't exist this mm. would be a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 blackout mode discussion. Yeah, yeah. Because Call of Duty Black Ops 4 was the next step in the chain mm-hmm. from PUBG to Fortnite. It was, and it was for the... It's good. It's good. It's good. It's not Apex Legends. But, and, and, that's, and that's the fascinating thing. It's just like Apex Legends, like the things that they refined, they refined so well. Well, it depends on what you like about the gun model. Like, oh, I, yeah. like I like the semi-nature of the gun model in PUBG. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 does more of that. Yeah. The gun feel in Apex Legends is good, but mm-hmm. it's a different type of gun feel. And it I think is, it is the, the Halo to Call of Duty. Yeah, and I think that's I think the the, the interesting thing that, really quick, the interesting thing about Apex's guns is like it they do the thing of like, yeah, it, we base it on a little bit of reality, but then also it's cool and has a personality. Well, I mean, this is the this is the developer that created a auto pistol that yeah. just traces you. Yeah, they did. Which is so fucking cool. Yeah, I, I, my thesis. This is also the developer that created the Mozambique, so fuck them. <laughs> I mean, you can throw the Mozambique whenever you swap it out for another gun now. And what's crazy is Mozambique's good in Titanfall too. Like so much that they moved yeah, it from. Yeah, it's a- wild. Well, it's better now. <laughs> apparently, yeah. like they updated it in Apex and it's better. It, it was so good in Titanfall too. They moved it from a secondary slot weapon to a primary slot weapon. <laughs> Smart. Um, I don't like shotguns in general in Apex yeah. Legends. Peacemaker's dope. Yeah, I just, the Eva eight or the Eva. Yeah, I'd the rather Eva have a short really range right. rifle and a long range rifle. Yeah, if I was. Yeah, I usually get a lot submachine and then long range or a long or a LMG. Mm-hmm. I like the weird shit. I always picked up the L star, but um, yeah. yeah, I just my thesis statement is I can never get into battle royales because when I die after like thirty minutes, I just feel like well, I just had no fun and lost. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, well, the fun is in it's Journey. it's, it's a, yes it's an exploration game. In the, in the beginning parts. It's about... That, I'm that's good. Dropped in this world. What is going on? I like what looking is, around. The moment I encounter another team, I die. So I just like... Okay, cool. You know, I'm yeah. glad I got to... But then... But eventually you won't just die. You'll get better. After after six You'll or seven games, I would hope to win a single team the fight. The thing is, Alex, that same thing <laughs> happens in regular multiplayer shooters, yeah. just in a shorter time frame. I, yeah. I, don't, so, no, no, I think... I, think, I don't agree. Cause like I played Titanfall so much. Okay, but also you have how many years really, really well. of shooter experience? I'm saying that like, yeah. If, so why in all these battle royale games could do I just not immediately? Because you because it's there's a, a good man. scene. There's a good scene in the first season of the, of the Punisher mm. where uh, Frank Castle walks into a room where he's going to steal a car, and he says, "You know what happens when someone's scared when they're about to uh, and they want to try to shoot someone." Like they happen to miss, and then he pulls out a hand grenade and pulls the pin out, and then throws it at a guy, and the guy tries to shoot him and he misses because like all the adrenaline just rushed into him. It's the same feeling in PUBG. Like mm-hmm. you're not doing as well because there is that fear mm-hmm. that if I die, it's over. I'm not coming back. Right. Like, which will mess you up. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I don't like that. And the Sounds ability, like Dark Souls. the <laughs> and ability is kind of like Dark Souls. Joe, they finally made a good Dark Souls. It is. It is the 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 mental fight being able to control yourself in that moment is one of the most sublime experiences in gaming. 
I like feeling like a badass who doesn't have to worry about that shit. But we're not badasses. That's the thing. I don't want to go into a power fantasy. If you're a character in Apex Legends, you are a badass. That is just how it works. Okay, but I'm I'm talking about Battle Royales in general. And like, if you watch me play some of these characters, I'm not (laughs) not much of a badass. But like, that's what's great about PUBG is that it finally, this is the most realistic shooter on the planet. Mm-hmm. Because you don't come back mm-hmm. in combat. You don't respawn. Yeah. Well, you're dead. You well, could argue that coming back is just that you're another soldier, right? And, like, and sure. But I'm saying that like, about you, that Joe argument, Wetmore, if you were shot in the head, you're not coming back. Yeah. The weird thing about that argument is in Apex Legends, you can respawn. On so... Yeah, but you're resurrected <laughs> again. It's 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 a different. It's the Halo to Call of Duty. Like they're they're bending the laws there a little. I just bit. I feel like when I play a multiplayer online shooter, I want to be a badass. I like the power fantasy. I like being in control and feeling like I'm in control. And and sometimes I, I just, want that. I just don't like. There's so many options for that out there. I, I just play battle royales and then I walk out of it and I'm like, wow, that was a load of shit. <laughs> like, play Apex. I still only just, played, just keep playing Apex. But I, I would, I played Apex when it came out and I was like, mm. yeah, this is way better than all the others I've played. No, what and I would was, say is like, worth if, it. if you're into fighting games, the whole mm. thing about fighting games of like, if you, especially if you go to a tournament of like, all right, I am going to pick the character that I know their their skills mm-hmm. and I am going to take what I know of this game take what I know of this character, mm-hmm. go into this into this fight, and then win or lose, eventually you will lose so many times that you will you just will get better. Something. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what the, Apex Legends is. Apex I mean, Legends that's is what the, Battle Royales are. Yeah, but Apex Legends especially is the closest thing to a fighting game you will get with a shooter. Having played Titanfall 2, I'm not sure if I completely agree I'm with that. I'm not talking about Titanfall 2. I'm talking about Apex Legends. Right. But you're saying, you're, saying, they, you're saying in a shooter. Yeah, where you have abilities and you yeah, can... Yeah, there are no abilities. Like, you're just no a, abilities you're a blank soldier. There are. I mean, with There's the no Titans, abilities like this. There's no abilities where it's like, all right, I know how to be a picks, tracker character. There are picks and counter picks in Apex Legends. 100%. You don't, you don't know what other people are playing as. Like, yeah. you have no idea what... It's not like Overwatch... Wait, you can't see what the enemy. You can't see what the enemy is playing. I mean, you can you can observe them and die and mm-hmm. pick a different character. Mm-hmm. You see them in League of Legends, right? Yeah, the, I'm thinking MOBAs, but, but, there, just, but there's there's nothing like there's nothing like Apex, and when it comes to shooters, in regards to I am going to pick this character, you are going to pick that character, this third person is going to pick that character, and we are going to using what we know of our abilities work together as a as a as a unit to take down everybody else. I want to pull mm-hmm. this out just a little bit because I want to. So, think of your favorite shooters, or think your favorite—I don't know—any game of any genre. Think of the lineage in, in any of those. Like, like if I think of like console-based shooters, like I think of like GoldenEye to Halo. What's the jump there? How many years is that? Four, five, six years, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I mean, I don't think. I think Bungie has kind of a big head about like how much they think they've. They created the 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 console shooter, but also but like it was it was both of those games are a revelation. Mm. It took half a decade, yeah. thereabouts. Yeah, Apex Legends took two years. Right, like I played PUBG and I was like, oh god, it's gonna take a developer forever to knock the crown off this this king's head. Yeah. I mean, ignoring Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite is is Minecraft. Fortnite is. Is just not a part of this equation because Fortnite hmm. just captures different things. Fortnite is is just weird. It's an anomaly. So well, 
I, I would feel say like, they go for a different. I thing. feel like mm-hmm. PUBG also captures a different thing from Apex Legends because the survival element might be something you specifically want. Like that, you might want that sure. tension, that horror. But I'm saying that, like, I can I can see Apex Legends being more appealing to players of PUBG than I can see Fortnite being appealing to players of PUBG. Yeah, because the accessibility. As, as, yeah. The, as one of those people, I would say the same. I, 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 think I would say that was my experience. I mean, the, from everything you guys have said, the thing that it, it comes across more than anything is that Apex Legends probably has the broadest appeal, except that maybe Fortnite is still broader. I don't know. I've not played I think either. Fortnite so. has a broader appeal because it's just a bad shooter. Like No, I think I think it's I think it's that's the a aesthetic. weird statement. I, I think Fortnite know. just doesn't feel good. What I think, does that mean? I think Fortnite Fortnite is going back again like Fortnite is Fortnite is the sunset overdrive of Battle Royales. Fortnite is the the crackdown of Battle Royales. Fortnite is the Red Faction Gorilla. It is Yeah, but it's like they're squirrely. Like the shooting model mm. in Fortnite mm. is squirrely. Like it's not like well, I I don't have anything to stand on here because I've not played anything but the Darwin experiment. So <laughs> I I don't, I don't know. But uh, I I can't say though that like nothing about any of these games so far has necessarily pulled me in. Sure. I mean, if you don't like battle royales, you don't like battle well, and royales. I don't think I'm necessarily opposed to a battle royale. Like, I mean, I, certainly there was like a zeitgeist, and I was like, oh, here we go. You mm-hmm. know? Like just just a part ah, of that. Shit. Like here we go again. That, so that social. Like, like we're all like, okay, yeah, more battle royale mode, obviously, whatever. Like, it became a little bit of a joke, a meme. But I don't have a problem with the genre necessarily. I think I've, I personally, at least, I've tend to be very picky about shooters, just because I think I've, I, I, I do feel like once you've played really good shooters, it makes right. other shooters. Like, I mean, you judge them much I more harshly. I played so much Halo Three, and I played so much Call of Duty Modern Warfare that I just, mm. I didn't play shooters for years. And also, that company I, I, too I, I, kind of stopped shooters for me for a while. I was like, "This is too good. Why make any more war shooters?" And also, mm. it was a lack of resources. Like I was in college or whatever. Uh, I just sure. graduated, mm. so I didn't have mm. the money to like get new games. But like, it's just wild to me. Like, look at MOBA. Like, what what is the MOBAs are weird because MOBAs they all kind of start from the same inspiration. Mold, yeah. Like Ice Frog is over with Dota two, and then but there's also other former Dota one devs working at lee or like Riot, yeah. yeah weren't they like the founding members like, of i mean Riot? i think it like it, it bounced around a lot like the, some of them ended up in heroes of new earth the ones that yeah. were the mod and like right. so like throughout the history of mobas they've all kind of heavily piggybacked on each other but if you look at the time scale from like dota one to league to dota two what is that because oh cause, I, actually i'm not sure because league is 15 years old was, now right mm-hmm. i think it was like 08 or 09 riot is 15 years old at this point, because that their big stream was like they're them championing yeah fifteen years anniversary no ten so it was it was, it was, was it ten okay yeah, ten okay. year anniversary but why did I think it was fifteen regardlessly yeah I I don't I I feel like Dota must have been like twenty twelve or something like that I'm Dota two okay all right so two years again so but I but or, Dota two doesn't necessarily seem like that much of a mastering of the MOBA format it's, right they seem like still they, very similar they seem like different sides of the same coin yeah in a way but yeah. like still like it's just it's wild to me. Like, this thing had to be prototyped so rapidly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they had to have a Skunkworks project in Respawn and go from, like, ideation phase to, like, prototyping to full-on development. It had to be, like, no more than two to three years, right? Right? Sure, like, what, yeah. Like, unless mm-hmm. they also had, like, early warning signs, like, hey, battle royales are going to be big. I- like... We need to invest early. I, I wouldn't be surprised though. Maybe they started off developing one kind of game and were like, "Well, sure, well, that's okay. what I think." Or, or they were putting a mode of this into Titanfall Two, right? Which like is also I mean, possible. But I the but the it's good. Well, I see this as like the Project Titan model, right? Like mm. Blizzard mm-hmm. was making something else mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. Yeah. And so they took all those resources and adapted it to Overwatch. Yeah. I can see that happening, but still, 
so for it to so quickly go from like PUBG's the king mm-hmm. to then having so many other contesters for the throne, and this being the most refined of those. Right. I, I don't think Apex Legends is is absolutely better than PUBG. It's no Fortnite killer. It, yeah. Well, nothing will be. Like again, Fortnite is Minecraft. Like it's just it's just it's 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 in a league of its own. Yeah. Um. No WoW killer. It's no WoW killer. Um, even though now now WoW's looking kind of weak. Like Final Fantasy fourteen looks like the ascendant in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um it it's that's sh- a weird that's a weird thing that you've just said. I mean, I I don't disagree. Those are the murmurings. But, well, right, because Final Fantasy fourteen is going strong, but considering where Final Fantasy fourteen began, sure. It's crazy yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. gotten yeah. where yeah. it is. Right, right, that's, right. That's a whole other conversation. So yeah. anyways. But to see to see things change, see the landscape yeah. change so quickly. Is why like look at look at AR mobile games like Pokemon Go and then you know Harry Potter Wild War whatever the fuck it's called um, like obviously they're not going for the same market they're not going for the same yeah. audience but you would think hey Harry Potter that's a property that has to be as popular as Pokemon right mm. and it seems not and it could be the quality of the game could be a number of factors but it it's still it's so difficult for games sometimes in genres to just have like you know the 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 successor comes so fast and so yeah. quickly like look at look at the the mobas that failed right like look at uh the fuck was the dc one called the dc universe online no, no, no. That's the MMO, the MOBA. Oh, it, uh, Infinite Crisis. Infinite, or Infinite, Crisis. Infinite, whatever it was called. I think it was oh, Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were so many oh, MOBAs. So many companies were throwing MOBAs mm. out into the world to try to catch onto the League Dota 2 train, mm. and they all missed. Yeah. And, and, and then the generation before that, everyone saw the WoW money and started throwing MMOs out, the, out into the world, and they all sucked, right? They played a lot of MMOs. <laughs> well, I mean, or maybe not no, sucked, but they, no, didn't, they did not reach WoW. They, they weren't, no, they no, weren't no. the WoW I, I mean, that, that was like, I've played so many WoW clones is what I'm saying. It's, it sure. is crazy because there, there was a time where I would just be like, I would just go on MMORPG.com, find an MMO that I hadn't heard of, try it out, and be like, yep, that's WoW, yeah. <laughs> and then oh, move yeah. on, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And then... And so you would assume the same thing with with uh, battle royales. Like, oh, battle royales is so popular. Like, people are just going to throw battle yeah. royale ideas out. And some people do. Like, mm. I mean, Battlefield Five has a has a BR mode. Fallout seventy six has a BR mode. Like, there are you saying that Apex Legend is significantly different from Fortnite, or just a better version? I mean, to me, it feel it's a better version. Um, but I mean, we can. We can see like the family tree could split off in two directions, right? And one direction is Fortnite and one direction is Apex Legends. Like I would say like the lineage would be like PUBG to Fortnite and then on the other arm, on the other branch, it's PUBG to Call of Duty Black Ops 4 to Apex Legends. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. And it's just wild to see it happen so fast. And it's impressive to one, the staying power and the interest in the Battle Royale genre to the ability of the team at respawn to get something to to see the pain points yeah. so clearly yeah. and address them so well and then just execute like almost flawlessly and people a lot of people fell off of apex legends because it just did not have the content release cycle that fortnite has mm-hmm. but fortnite has that cycle because they drive their devs into the ground and then respawn had to come out and say like we're not going to do that yeah here's our roadmap yeah like it or don't like it like here it is yeah mm-hmm. um and that's commendable. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's a wonderful game. I wish I played it more. I just haven't had the time. Well, 
Number two, right? That was number two? Yeah, that was number two. I can't imagine what number one would be for I you. I think you can. <laughs> number one, my favorite game of this year. He's oh, checking his list. He can't un- remember. Un- oh, no, <laughs> okay. oh, no, uh, oh, oh. Oh, it's Devil May Cry 5. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, a surprise Christ. contender. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Candidate. Who knew? Wow. It's not like I uh, telegraphed this I, the entire time I played it. Damn, I had money on Metro Exodus. Oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all the tables have turned. Uh, I hate it. I hate it all. Um, okay. All right. So here's the thing. Who here has played any of the Devil May Cry's previously? Which ones? I played a little bit of four. Which one? Two and three. Which one? <laughs> EMC. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. We need to clarify. To Joe, that was a positive nod. To Alex, that was kind of a negative, yeah. neutral nod. Yeah. Which so I've the, heard DMC is like the best one. So oh, fuck. no, no, okay. no. All right. So in terms of best, okay, it goes Nelson's five list. at the top. Okay. Three right Wally. under that. Uh huh. One. Yeah, one, four, DMC, okay. then two. Whew. I hear the story of DMC is very fun. Nope. Really? Nope. With nope. like the fake Fox News? Know. Nope. I wouldn't no, know. that part's cool. The story itself is not good. Uh, I was, and I especially was, like it, they, there were so many opportunities in that fucking game that they missed. And also, wow. what a wild world that they made DMC. <laughs> they were going <laughs> to basically leave DMC 1 through 4 behind and then came back and made DMC 5. Oh, uh, poor. Was it Ninja Theory? It was Ninja Theory. Hmm. Poor Ninja Theory. It's fine. They made Hellblade. They're fine. Isn't yeah. it um, the same guy going between DMC and, D- and Devil May Cry 5? Character wise? Yeah. DMC was a reboot. Yeah. So, so it's the like, same. It has the same, it's the same two. It's the same character and character names, but the, it's okay. completely reimagined version. But it's still so. like important to the series. No. Do you play no, as no, Nero? No, DMC, in, does, DMC in doesn't DMC? exist in this timeline. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's you not. You play as Dante. DMC was a reboot, okay. so they were like, all right, fuck DMC one through four. We're going to do this instead. <laughs> and then Capcom said, no, fuck DMC. Well, they saw the money, and then they're like, yeah. I don't know. As someone Itsuno was like as a total DMC outsider to the series, I thought like, oh, okay, I guess this is like the one chance I'll have to get in and like experience it from a beginning of sorts. Nope. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not. Well, yeah, I mean, DMC five has that handy history of DMC it's got a video. History of DMC video where you can look at the entire history. A video of is fucking Cry confusing is as hell because well, like, let's start well. from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Chronologically, DMC three. Yeah, I was so, like, what? So here's the here's the chronology of Devil May Cry. Uh, fuck DMC. DMC three step is the first <laughs> one. Is the earliest. DMC one. Oh man. So it's DMC three. Yeah. DMC one. DMC two. Then DMC four. And now DMC five. Can is I the can I try to briefly overview as I would as an love outsider to see you attempt to yes. Okay. That's my attempt at being sure. So there's Dante. Right? Dante. Dante, the, the legendary de- devil hunter. Yes. yes. And Dante is yeah, nice. the child of something bad. Dante. <laughs> I'm already blanking on. Like Dante. The very, like the very beginning step I already blanked on. Bad. Oh, man. This is about to turn into a Q&A, and I love it. Uh, Dante and Virgil are the twin sons right. of the legendary Dark Knight Sparta. Right. And Which a is human like woman mashing so many mythologies together. Yeah. So the legendary Dark Knight Sparta is a is like basically Mundus who takes the place of the sounds like the a Yu-Gi-Oh demon. card. <laughs> and it's really, if I mean, you saw the art in this history video, it's it's pretty close. Uh, so the legendary Dark Knight Sparta, who is Dante and Virgil's father, 
was the second in command of like the highest, highest, highest person in hell. He was like, nah, this seems wrong. What we what we're doing to try and take over the human world seems wrong. He had so that, he are turned we the against, baddies moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's never on screen. So he turned against Mundus and was like, All right, you're I'm gonna imprison you now. I'm gonna let my kids who Artists are who are half Mundus. Yes, who okay. are half devil, half human right. uh yeah. hybrids over here. Okay. They're gonna I'm gonna let the human world be safe. Okay. All right. Um, so jumping yes. forward a bit, so there's some internal there's some politicking right and there's some fighting and some shit virgil dies so so dante and virgil in dmc3 are are fighting over virgil wants more power so he can like unlock the demon world really he's got like some like it turns out he's got a lot of like abandonment issues with like his mother and his father because his mother died wow um and virgil blames dante for that so uh, Virgil and Dante are fighting in DMC three because Virgil just wants more power, and Dante's like, "Uh, hmm, sit the fuck down." Um, Virgil gets cast into hell. Um, Dante then in DMC one is just like, "All right, I own the the shop Devil May Cry where I hunt devils. You call me, you give me a job, and I will go find them and hunt mm-hmm. them." Um, the John Constantine, the Van Helsing, hundred percent. Uh, he is he is also the he's the John Wick. If you want to if you want to okay. go super stylish, mm-hmm. Baba Yaga. Um, of he's the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga with a red coat and white hair, um, and a giant sword. Uh, also, two very cool guns. Um, Do they have names? Yes, what Ebony and Ivory, living together Ebony. perfectly. There is a story in behind harmony. literally everything in these in this game series. It's great. Like there's a story behind the guns. There's great. a story behind. There's a portrait on the guns. Great. There's a story behind who made the guns. Great. Spoiler: It's the grandmother of the person who shows up and in, in, of Nico from Devil May Cry Five. Right. They've they've kind of lightly mentioned mm-hmm. that, right? Okay. Um, okay. But how... and there's also a story for the for the reason why uh, the gun says for Tony Redgrave because Dante was going by a fake name because he didn't want devils to find him. <laughs> nice. Also, Tony Redgrave was going to be his name when he was in Resident Evil 3. But hmm. jumping uh, ahead in the lore to mm, Marvel yes. versus or Capcom. <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom. So then... In, <laughs> well, so Marvel vs. Capcom takes place around Devil May Cry 3, which is weird. Or they take that character model. It's, yeah, it's yeah, odd. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I made a mistake suggesting we should go over the back All right. The and then so in Devil May Cry 1, he finds... Virgil, who has been brainwashed by Mundus, fucking Mundus, and then has to kill Mundus and Virgil, and then it's just like, was that your Nemoidian's voice? No, it came, it came out a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want mm. to now. Mm. A part of me wants to do my Nemoidian yeah, voice, best but th- I, yeah. I, I'm gonna hold off. Uh, I appreciated the I appreciated the hints of it though. It was good. Um, and there then are those so. And then in Devil May Cry 1, so he kills his brother. Devil May Cry 2, he's all depressed. That game's bad because he's just really boring. Uh, Devil May Cry 4, he meets up with Nero and then starts to get a little bit of his... So Dante is known as like this, like, he's a wild and crazy guy. Um, if you watch any of the cutscenes from Devil May Cry 3, it, it makes sense. Um, he meets up with Nero, who is like, hmm, something about this kid that i like uh spoiler it's that he has hair. a he has white hair a long coat a big ass sword and also a devil arm one of his arms is just like a straight but he is not half devil right he is just he was just a dude getting there okay so then virgil or dante starts to be like all right all right we're getting we're getting we're getting somewhere and then comes devil may cry five where he starts off with this like goofiness and then is more serious when he's trying to protect nero because 
this is the big spoiler again spoilers oh. uh nero oh. is virgil's son virgil oh shit yeah yeah it's the thing it's the thing that you could have seen coming the whole time open the door and close it stop on a thing punch a wall so yeah, that's the spoiler that pretty much everybody could have seen. I was a bit much. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. I'm really wet right now. <laughs> that's because I'm about Devil Cry Five that's and Sane. That's yeah. because that's because Joe dumped water on his head, not for other reasons. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Dante showed up. Um, so at what point in the story does he show up in Soul Calibur? Uh, he's actually not in Soul Calibur. Wait, but he is Nero or in Dante? Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. That's it, and that is around Devil May Cry Two. Okay. Uh, he's also it's an important in part of the story. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> right up there with DMC. <sighs> he's also in Monster Hunter. Or no, his skins are in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. I played like the first like two or three hours of this game. Yeah. All and right. I played like three or four hours. So okay. they <laughs> so they go inside this giant devil hive uh-huh. that's yep. like in a city, right? Uh-huh. Okay. There's a there's a giant demon dude named Urizen who's yeah. trying to take over the world. And he's bad and he's he created pretty powerful. The Clifod. It's a, it's okay, a, all right, hold a on. Tree like, of evil. There's way too much information. Um How dare you? He... Nero and Dante and Adam Driver go into this hive, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. V, and, but okay. Yeah. Um, and they... they, they Shirtless Kylo Ren. Tra- yes. They try to uh, fight him. They find the demon is too powerful, so mm-hmm. Dante stays in there. Mm-hmm. And then... Gets the shit beat out of him. Right, but he's, he's staying in there right. to keep fighting the demon. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. And then uh, V and Nero get ejected out. Mm-hmm. And they escape. V's familiar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the hive egg nest tree thing starts like sprouting vines and just mm-hmm. like just killing people. Yeah, just impaling citizens. Yeah. And then Nero and V just walk away. Yes. <laughs> they just, just walk to regroup away gracefully from like, well, shit's fucked. They have to regroup because Nero so Nero has one devil arm. Uh well not at that point anymore. Not at that point because a character a shady character, it's Virgil, shows up, oh. rips off Nero's arm says I'm taking this back because Nero's arm is actually the uh, physical embodiment of Virgil's sword. So he says I'm taking this back, holds up the arm and then it turns and then like basically not crushes it but he like does a thing and it turns back yeah. into a the model disappears into a sword. and is replaced with the model of a sword. Yeah, there's this a dope Skyward sword moment. shit. It's fucking weird, dude. Um and then uh, so he's like, I'm gonna go fight. I'm gonna go fight with Dante. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm backing you up. I'm not dead weight. And that comes up later. Mm-hmm. Um, and but That's he's exactly only got, what his voice sounds like. I mean, <laughs> oh gee, Dante. Oh, oh gee whiz. Oh, oh the demons. <laughs> um, and then Dante's just uh, Rick. Um, and at some point. I remember yes. he also invents an arm that's really Nico good. Invents Nico, an arm for, Nico invents for, an arm for kicking demon ass. It's a dumb line. What is, is her, that one? What is her accent? Don't talk. Don't worry about it. No, what is it? <laughs> southern. She's a Southern Belle. Southern. Southern Belle. She's a Southern Belle. No. <laughs> it's called Southern. It's not you Southern. You know the kind of Southern We're that shows up. from the South. You know the yeah, kind of Southern. This isn't really the South. This right, right, is right. not the real South. You know Virginia has no accent. We're talking like Alabama. Even then, there's like a weird like draw to it which is not southern it's like uh you know the type of like creole yes i was yeah. gonna say so you know the type of southern that shows up in true blood it's that okay. it's just like this oh you i got you, you guys are definitely me not I, me yes dylan alvento the guy that hates gore watch true blood has seen true blood yeah no well yeah. shame also i was going to actually specifically mention the arm that is very good at eating pasta Oh, so yeah. If you pre-order the game, you get two. You get two different arms. One of them is a, is called the pasta breaker. So it's a. So he gets a robotic arm that like 
has different abilities. One of them is it shoots out like lightning, basically. One of mm-hmm. them is um, there's a laser one. There's a laser one. There's a no, so the laser one. one is if you charge up the yeah. the lightning one, and then and then you you hold on to it. You hold on to the circle button, and it does its thing, and then it breaks the arm. Yes. So you can do super moves, but it will break the arm. And there's and one that like launches you. Yeah. So, th- so there's, yeah, there's, there's one that's like a, a grappling hook. Yeah. Well, no, all they of all them, grapple. All oh. of them grapple because that is actually a mechanic from Devil May Cry Four that Nero had. Because when he had his devil arm, he could basically extend like a there was like a ghost version of it. It's the there was like a ghostly version of it that would like grab an enemy and then bring him to mm-hmm. you and then you could attack. So all of them have that. It's just on a wire. So is Virgil still like brainwashed basically? No, Virgil's dead. Virgil Virgil died in DMC. Oh, but uh, I thought you said he came back. Yeah, who's this Virgil then? All right. Oh, no. So Virgil <laughs> died slash was corrupted or something? Okay. Uh, And in... <laughs> so he escapes hell. He takes his sword because all of the... God, there are so many fucking good callbacks. He takes his sword back from Nero because all of the swords of that family have very specific abilities. And one of them is with this sword called the Yamato. He can split himself into like the demon, demon magic shit. So he stabs himself with it, splits himself, and so there's one version of Virgil that is just straight up demon. And then there's another version of Virgil that is human. That human version is V, Adam Driver. The demon version is Urizen. So what you guys are doing in the story is you're trying, is V is, has hired Dante to help kill Urizen. It's all fake. Don, uh, v hired Dante to find Urizen so that he could combine with Remerge. him again and then be even more powerful it's so classic the thi- so the yeah. <laughs> that virgil so the thing with like the the um the weird tree sprouting roots and stabbing and impaling humans uh turns out human blood makes demons stronger oh which is why that makes nero sense. is the strongest of the three of them because he's got more human blood in him than he does devil blood but he's still a devil mm. And that's why that's why Dante and, and Virgil are as powerful as they are is because they're halves. Um, they're halvesies. Halvesies. Um, this game's so fucking good. They're so they're all right. Well, so outside so of the story, comics. it becomes a boring character action game. How dare you? Because it's not. It's not. It's actually it's, it's not. an it's an okay character action game. It's a really good. It's, it's really smooth. It's but it's still it's a like character this action and Bayonetta game. two are the best character action games ever made. Mm-hmm. I like his ability where Nier it's like Automata maybe you hold like well, I like Nier Automata is a little different it's, it's, it's more it's more yeah. like long it's not as it's some it's, it's not as reflective it's more well I, I don't know how it, I, I feel like Nier Automata has more in common with like Diablo 2 than like uh, Devil May Cry like in terms of like hack and slash waves like it's, it's, it's sure it's, I could see that but You're, also the bullet hell stuff is like a completely I'm just not thing. a character action guy like yeah I mean like God of War games pre the reboot, mm-hmm. uh, I I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. Um, I just a lot of a lot of character action games, specifically from the prior generation, haven't played much this generation. Um, it was like, all right, hit X a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, now jump and juggle the guy up. Now hit X a couple more times. And there's and this has the very like, Devil May Cry Five is a fighting game. It's just in third person. Um, mm-hmm. so there's a there's a lot of like, all right, your combo is 
sure you're going to hit triangle, but it's like triangle, triangle, pause, triangle, and it's a completely different combo than yeah. if you were to do triangle, yeah. triangle. And I like that. Like, there's one where you like you hit back mm-hmm. on back the, and forward. Yeah, and like in yeah. like you hit triangle or something, it mm-hmm. juggles them up. Mm-hmm. And you can do yeah. that. Like, and you start so you start adding more abilities onto that to the point where like one of them is, in, and it's just like, hey, uh, let's let's give you the tools to make a sick combo video. Because it's like, all right, you can attack this dude, but if you hit this button, you will grab them instead of them flying back. You will grab them to keep them where they are, and then you can keep doing your combo instead of them going further and further away. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of, if you like this type of game, there's a shit ton in it that just makes it more and more valuable every time you play it. If you don't like this type of game, it's harder to recommend it. Um, but the thing that is just like this series, I grew up with this series to the point where like I like good and bad. So Devil May Cry one and three being fucking amazing uh, two being garbage, but I still loved it because of the visual aesthetics. Um, but then like the fact that five takes everything from all of the previous games and then puts it in a, puts it in a neat package that feels like feels like coming home is really, really astonishing because it's, it's the perfect ending. Like there's, so th- let me just hit a couple of things about about how they're doing that. So the thing with um, when I was saying like ev- all of the weapons have have like all of the weapons of like the Sons of Sparta have this thing where it's uh, Dante has this habit of getting impaled by his own sword um, since the first game. Don't we? In all? every single game, he has been impaled by his own sword, and he's just like, hmm. If my brother's sword can be used to separate himself maybe mine can be used to make me more powerful and and he just goes all right well and takes his own sword impales himself and then surprise surprise yeah that's what his sword was going to do this entire loved, fucking time <laughs> i would have loved if he impaled if he himself and was just like shit <laughs> <laughs> so in the in the fourth game he gets impaled and he and he just like falls and he's just like huh all right and then just pulls it out um it's never gruesome don't worry angel Oh, I'm not. It's never, it's that's never that. That's on the okay so, side sure. of the line. Uh, blood capes now. Um, no, fuck that. <laughs> uh, so, so there's that. Um, so, like to the point of you get a sword, and then that sword gets upgraded to the point where it's now named after you. So, like there is there's this one sword named after Sparta, and it's called and and it's just called the legendary blade Sparta. You get your own, and it's just the legendary blade Dante, and it's like oh fuck. They are doing everything in their power to make your character the most powerful there has ever been. Period. There's a bunch of things like the familiars that you were talking about for V. The so again, V is just a a portion of Virgil. Those familiars are bosses from Devil May Cry One, just made smaller, and they even say like, "Oh yeah, we're remnants of all of Virgil's nightmares when he was this character, um, when he was how he was in." in DMC one. Um, there are bosses that you fight in this that are reimagined versions of weapons from previous Devil May Cries. Wild. Like there's there's one that's um there's one that's called like Artemis, and the attacks and some of the sound effects and everything are ripped straight, not ripped, are straight from a gun called I, I think it's called like the Phantom from from DMC one that I think is optional. Um there's just like there's just so many fucking things like Nico being 
being the the daughter of a character in Devil May Cry Four and a character that you never see that makes Dante's guns. That's fucking dope. Um, Who's the guy? Yeah. Uh, that was waiting for V and Nero when they left out of the nest. The guy in like the duster and the hat. That is Morrison. He, I believe, is from the anime because they had a Devil May Cry anime. Oh. Um, and I believe he's the guy that gets Dante's jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And then there's just like cool shit. Like Dante gets knocked out for a month. Like he, like he's just like presumed dead for a month. Uh, and his hair is longer when they get to that section of the game than it is in the beginning of the game. And you play like, as Dante? Yeah, so you play as Dante, Nero, and V. And there are some uh. sections where it's like, oh, I want to play as V instead of these other ones. Um, and you will see like ghosts of other characters or other players playing their part. And then there's also a cool thing where it's like turn on or off spoilers because... Oh, they might do something that... Because there's one thing at the end that... It, or no. Yeah, so there's like weapons and some skins. The coolest thing. If you guys go to the TV Tropes page... Oh, jeez. For Devil May Cry 5, you will oh, see no. every single reference that I'm talking about. But the the coolest thing about, um, about this whole like Virgil versus Dante and then Nero just being like shoved to the side thing is there's a... There's a consistent theme with the three of them that neither one of them were powerful enough to protect their family and like they're all like basically orphaned because of it um and and so virgil and dante are fighting and you play that fight scene and then nero is like on the phone with his girlfriend and was like yeah i did i just don't know what to do like i feel powerless again and eventually he's just like nah fuck this i'm not gonna let either one of them die and is running up the tree and reaches out and and this is this is the part where it's just like oh fuck look my heart uh Uh, so his robot hand starts to just like fade away or not fade away it starts to break apart and it is replaced with just another regular hand and then he assumes his own version of the devil trigger which is like the the i am going to assume my devil form and power up. So he assumes his own version of that in like the last two missions and then stops the two from fighting. And then there's even character evolution of Virgil, like joining back up with V because then it's like, Oh wow. He has like sort of a sense of humor and is willing to not fight. Like Virgil goes, all right, if I lose to Nero, then, then we're done here. And then I'll then I'll help you save the world. And it's just like, oh man, there's just like it's really hard to describe why all of these things hit so hard. Unless you've played the whole series. Or unless you just play this game. Right. Because like I think I think the emotional notes that they that they hit are teed up really well. But they're teed up especially well if you go into it with with that particular history of like, oh, I have seen the relationship of of Virgil and Dante, and I've seen what it looks like when they work together and then they hate each other and then one of them is basically a zombie and then they come back and they still aren't done fighting. Um, so fucking good, man. It's just so good. And it, and it's wild that, like, again, they were ready to push all of these stories away for DMC and a potential DMC too if, if this had done well or if that had done well. And for, I think it's Hideaki Itsuno to come back and be like, all right, well, I'm coming back. I want to make this game, and I want it to be the Devil May Cry. 
um, for him to come back and to give it an ending that not only ties up loose ends, but like puts like golden threads on each one is just, it is a, it is a masterclass in like, all right, we have this story that's been loosely made. All right, now let's make it good and let's make it something that's like actually worthwhile, especially if you've gone along with it. So no devil may cry six. Even if they did it, like, I don't think they need to. I don't mm. think they've announced one, but there are some there are some pieces of the story that if they wanted to, they could make a Devil May Cry 6. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even, like... So Ver, uh, Nero gets his, gets his Devil Trigger in the last mission, uh, which means he has an entire suite of new abilities that they let you try out in the credits because you fight during the credits. Um, so then it's just like, hey, you should you should play this game again because you have an entire new series of moves and you can still, so you can swap between using the devil trigger version of your arm. So your normal arm or using the, um, the robot arms that they give you. And it's just like, it's the fucking, it's the coolest. It's just the goddamn coolest. Like he gets, so the, 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 the wings in the logo are the wings that he has in the game. Cool. And like they put themselves, it's like a really dope thing where like they're wings, but they have hands. So then they like rest on his shoulders, so it looks like basically spikes that fit right into the character design in this game is immaculate. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. It's gonna so fucking good, you guys. Yeah, it's my top game of the year, I think. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> All right. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, as much as you do. I'm glad <sighs> it. I'm glad it. It. They came back and they knocked it out of the park. It just. Seemed- it's so rarely fucking like again. Star Wars. They came back. They're making more stories, and even those are like sometimes not hitting the way they need to it makes no sense i watched last jedi i know what's how dare you there's no reason this game is and especially the story for a dumb character action game dumb in a a, a way that i love an endearing way yeah uh for like a dumb character action game for this story to be as good as it is and have as good an ending as it does it doesn't make sense so like for me this is this is a huge anomaly and for it to also be fun for me, at, at the very least, to play, is is ridiculous. It's crazy. Don't make cry five. Don't make cry five. Mm. Encore. She got a Devil May Cry six. Are you excited? She got a don't. Say what? What about? Are you excited for Devil May Cry six? If they make it, I'll play it. Joe wasn't paying attention. Yeah, whatever. What we were talking about <laughs> before. And Nico. Oh, mm. Nico. Uh, is, Nico. Nico. Cousin. Uh, it's just like the best. She gets funnier and f- she gets more ridiculous as the game goes on uh, to the point where she is driving her truck into hell. And it's just nice. like, cool. Uh, you said you needed me to give you a new weapon. She's I'm here. The best. She's really she's really good. And also her interactions with Lady, who is the secret other best character in this in the series. Well, that's your list. That's my list. Anything else you want to honorably mention? Um, yeah, after party. I've only Have just started playing it. Yeah, yeah. it's right. really fucking good. Yeah, uh, night school, right? Mm-hmm. I will play just about everything they put out. Cool. Uh, oh, one, one, one more, one more thing to go on the top of a list. Popeye's chicken sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich. 
actually really goddamn good, I guess. <laughs> I, I, it's so weird because the first thing I heard about it was like the hype about it, not like the actual what the sandwich is. Yeah, I no, still yeah. don't actually know what the sandwich it's, is. It's, it's a chicken it's, sandwich. It's a chicken, it's a sandwich. chicken sandwich. It's like take the chicken. So take. Did have you Popeyes ever had a Popeye? Not have a chicken sandwich no. before? No. Yeah. So take a That's so take the take the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. Remove the homophobia. Yes. And and add crispiness. Do you like their chicken tenders? You guys know you can go to like Cobra Cabana on Sundays and get the gay I, chicken sandwich, fuck right? Here. Yeah. I, Do you what? like the? Sure, sure. I, I, I like you. What? I'm sorry. My, my list. I will. Okay. I, so I, my list. That's I, fine. I refuse. I refuse to go to Cobra Cabana because it killed black sheep. Can you get this chicken on it's a biscuit, um, or is it always on like a brioche? It's on a brioche. Like, yeah. Which right. don't you don't want it on a biscuit? Those biscuits are so. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Absorbent I mean, of saliva. <laughs> Is what I'll say. Oh, oh! <laughs> dry your mouth out <laughs> real quick. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. I, that, that's a, you just ah, put it on your mouth, and your ah, tongue is a shriveled up husk. I, I generally only like Popeye's chicken and not the rest of the things they make. Like, you don't like their fries? I don't love them. Like they're that's they're just not the best. I so it's like the it, it's really fucking good, dude. Especially the spicy one because it is a it, it is a big a spicy? ass spicy fillet. Oh. Spicy mayo on the top and the bottom. Oh. Pickles on the bottom. Ooh, it, I, a little I'm bit of sour, gonna, a little bit of a little bit of vinegar. You know what it is, and then a brioche bun. <sighs> and the the fact that it is as crispy as it is, and as juicy as it is, just is you had me at juicy. Mm-hmm. Well, although mm-hmm. the last thing you said, it was still the the word that oh, got yeah. me there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You felt it into the future. Yeah, it yeah. a minute ago. You felt right, much like a shulk. You felt it. Backslash. Nice. Anything else, Nelson? Any other video games? Mm-hmm. Okay, if not, just yeah, just I don't make I don't, sure. I don't just making sure. There was one you literally mentioned earlier that should have been on your top ten. Some kind of fighting game or something. I can't. Oh uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters is sick. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just really really. If you want to play a game mm-hmm. where, or even watch, if you want to watch a game where you can actually, for the most part, follow what's going on, and also just. Dig into the height. Is it still like the 3D style? Like you go up in the air, float no. like others? No, it's, it's not. It's oh, a 2D. No. You haven't, oh, seen, you haven't seen it? It's uh, it's Arc System, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's so it's 2D. It's it's 3D models, but it's designed to look uh like it it looks exactly like the cartoon, yeah. like the anime. Um, Arc System, like they make Guilty Gear, and they've been, yeah. they've been oh, working nice. on these these this yeah. rendering fighters thing. with a Z. Yeah, yeah. fighters. They, they, they bamboozled me. Gotcha. Mm. Um, it's it, it's it's beautiful. It's actually easier to pick up than I expected it to be. Yeah, people um, like co- pretty simple. Yeah, people cut it between like fight regular fighting games and like Smash. Like yeah, it's no if you like either. Thunder, but uh, that game's dead. It's, yeah, don't remind me. That game's dead. Stop. Now it's all about project. R? Is that what's called? I don't know. I, I will game. play that though. If you give me the Louis Vuitton skin in uh League of Legends fighting game. Also, shout out to Louis Vuitton doing skins in fighting game in uh not fighting games in League of Legends. Mm-hmm. More uh fashion companies I feel like should get in. I do so think it's a Diesel, cool intersection. So Diesel did uh alternate skins for Devil May Cry 2. And they're bad. They are bad. When you say Diesel. Diesel denim. Oh, there's oh, a there's okay. a version of Dante that is just a denim jacket yeah. for some reason buttoned all the way up and oh, then weird. a scarf that flows in the wind and then uh, denim pants. It's a I light wash and I don't Canadian understand why. tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like jean jackets though. You saying it's not a good skin? It's just not. Mm, it's too much. Too much. Hmm. Like there could have been a little bit more contrast in the outfit. Like why not like black pants with a with a light wash 
of a denim jacket? Well, I guess you know sometimes with skins you 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 push back modesty because you want it to stand out. I right. guess so. I get it. I understand right. where they're coming from. You got to rock those denims from mm-hmm. from toe to mm-hmm. tip. Hot. Rock your denims. Um, I would also one one last one last thing. One last thing. I firmly believe that uh, if we are going to sexualize anything in video games, oh, okay, okay, we have to sexualize Dante. Oh, okay, because Dante has has yeah. for too long he's been the the pretty boy, and in DMC they did and they did a very good thing of having him be very naked in the opening, uh, and and honestly I think I think we just need more of that. Yeah, I think we need more of uh, okay. hot boys in video games. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, please. please. I, I, Questions? I, how, how are you gonna follow that up? I mean, I, I've seen a lot of naked Redis lately, so it's happening. I mean, well, not on yeah. my, not on. You've seen his. Yeah, Redis. you've just been looking at my Twitter feed, and I get it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're welcome. I, thank you. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, just don't stare at his crush too long, or he punches you. Right. Too late. <laughs> I have makeup over this black eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean in the video game? Yeah. <laughs> well, Nelson, that's your list. That's the whole. That's the whole shebang. How you feeling about it? I feel really good about it still. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. That's good. God, I love Devil May Cry Five. I'm. I'm glad. I'm, someone has to, <laughs> and, so. and I will take that charge. Um, so that's that's part four in the books, guys. One part to go. It's just one. One more. One more left. Uh, an overflow episode. Some games that we all felt pretty strongly about that we can all talk about mm-hmm. at the same time. But before we get to that. Taking a break next episode, ooh! Because Alex, you and I, we're going to Philadelphia. Oh yeah, we're gonna bring this up. We're cool. Gonna, we're going to we're going to Philly, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're bringing hidden gems to Pax Unplugged. Excitement. Because I know so much about board games. Dylan used to think board games were a waste of time. Still and then do. I showed Holy him a couple, shit. and now he's like, hmm, maybe that's still a waste of time, but still maybe less of a waste of time. Uh, it's more so like, man, this Pax is really close. It's like a four-hour drive. And it is that. Wow. Why not just submit the panel? And That's I like checking why. out board games. Also, I have this friend who likes board games and has a good car. Joe Wetmore <laughs> loves board games. I've um, been to Pax Unplugged. I went the first year that came. That happened. You like it? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's good. It, 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 there were some organizational problems with sure. trying to get people to end the games. Yeah. Like there wasn't as much organization I would have liked. Makes I'm sense. curious to hear what you guys think of how, how, how the infrastructure is. We'll report but back. It is super easy to just like find a bajillion games that you want to play. Because everyone's all it, it, board games are just easy to to have out and like yeah. in demo and mm-hmm. sit down and play. So um, we will be joined by uh, Victoria Kanya, uh, producer over at Wizards of the Coast, and then also Adriel Wilson, uh, um, chief operating officer at Ninth Level Games, will be joining us on the panel. Nice. Um, looking forward to what they have to suggest. Uh, people to check out. Looking forward to what Alex will will find. We'll see. Have no idea what I'm going to find, <laughs> but we'll find out next time. Is it is it going to be like, oh, Dell, you got to check this one out, and I have to like pull you over to every table. Maybe, that I see. maybe we okay. we have all of Friday. I yeah. specifically asked Pax, please do not make me do this panel on the first day. I have to play board games. Smart. Board games take a while, <laughs> Smart. so please. Smart. Um, so it's uh, I don't know. I don't have the specific time. And from me, it's December seventh. I do know it is at the Crab God yes, Theater. Yes, the Crab God Theater. Which what a fucking name for yeah, a theater. That's good. That's yeah, good. um, they're all at Pax Unplugged. They're all like specific, weird, D and D esque or board game esque. It's uh, good. Cryptids. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the the date and time just so 
Yeah, Bumblebee Theater doesn't quite have the same. I like Bumblebee Theater. That's it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a good theater. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. Uh, 2.30 p.m., Saturday, December 7th, at right. the Crab God Theater at PAX Unplugged. Um, but until that, until then, Joe. Hello. Where can people find you? You can find me right here on Wardcast. You can find me on Attract Mode. Attract Mode. Attract Mode. They had some some good episodes that, yeah. that you watched recently. Oh, yeah. Some I watched s- them with my ears. I mean, they're, they're older now, Street Fighters. Mm-hmm. But uh, What's well, great is that none of those episodes age. I mean, they yeah. all age rapidly. Well, just, but, they, but they don't. They're, they're already based on like, historic things. Right. So yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a timeless podcast. You, you might find yourself lost in time listening to it as you wonder why right. we've taken it upon ourselves to watch you all these movies. You might be like Chris Reeves, wake up in the 19th century. Have that. Don't look at that penny. Don't look at that penny in your pocket. Someplace in time? Anyone? No? Right. No. Nope. Mm. Sorry. Anyways, mm. that's me. What about you? I was like, that's not a Street Fighter reference. What about what about you, Nelson? Oh, you can find me at Whitico on uh, all social media platforms. Uh, Twitter. Not Twitch. ArtStation. Dribble. You can also go to Witta.co. Uh, W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O. That should link you out to everything. Uh, look for some of my uh, Devil May Cry 5 Dante fan art. Um, it's going to be a <laughs> rip-roaring good time. How sexualized would you say it is? On main, pretty sexualized. How, how much are you going to objectify Dante? Uh, <laughs> let's just say yes. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Oh no! On a on a better on the Devil May Cry scale. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a triple S rank of of objectification and sexualization. I don't think I got. Ever... But also, I don't. I feel like I should. I should. Imp- I should uh, define that it's not. Uh, I'm not going to do it in a negative way. I'm going to do it in a very tasteful way. It's the only thing I know how to do. The best Dante skin is the one that's just skin. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Alex, mm-hmm. where's the mod find for that? Uh, most places where you can find the name Godan, that's G H O D A N, except for Facebook. Not anymore. I have Good for you. exited oh, yeah. the I've... Zuckland. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to invite you to events I'm throwing, and I couldn't find you. Oh, yeah. And I was like, did Alex delete his Facebook? I sure did. It's also, so that's, you know, the uh, thing that you miss out on. Well, you know, you have other well, ways. I can, I can just talk to him. Yeah. What? I will send him a <laughs> Gmail event invite. All right. I like that. When does Discord start those. having invites? Ooh. Who knows? Yeah, I'm missing so many things. So go Dan. Yeah. G-H-O-D-A-N. Add an underscore if you're on Twitter. Um, and it's brand new games on Twitch, though. I don't really use that. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. You can find me at Dylan Alvento. And if you like this podcast and want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at ward-games.com or on Twitter at ward-video-games or wherever you listen to podcasts. Figure that out. Figure it out. I don't know where you get podcasts. What's a podcast? Who listens to podcasts? I don't know how to read. Nobody, actually. Wardcast, but we got one more of these left to do, guys. Hell yeah. We'll see you next weekend at PAX Unplugged. Until then, bye. 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 Right now? Now? Okay. Everything in the world yeah. Even want to take off Elvis Yeah
want to see Indiana Jones live on stage. You want to get a free ticket for some fun. To Bush Gardens or the King's Dominion. He's gonna go with Wolf Gang on the big bad wolf. And the lockless monster. Yeah.